chat? Did the chat come up in your thing? Okay, hold on. We're live here. I'm going to throw the open for people, for everyone who's like, well, what the hell is happening? Back. I know. That was so weird, guys. So, hey, guys. I already see people popping up in chat. So, um, uh-oh, Aaron changing broadcast status. An error occurred transitioning to the broadcast. Yeah. Okay, so. I don't know what that means, but it says I'm live. Yes, we are you live. Guys, in, the, in, the, in the comments, say something. Make sure that I'm still live. Yeah, <laughs> let us know if you can hear us, because Mac and I are messing around. We're playing around with technology. You know, we're we're actually both using the same software. So Max in uh, where, where are you again? Indiana. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Indiana. Yeah. So okay, so. guys, sound off in the comments. What yeah. what's with the one down thumb? Come someone, on. <laughs> someone already thumbs downed you. <laughs> that's yeah, good, man. That's no that's fun. Good. So yeah. so guys, if 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 the stream's working, just say something in the comments like "Yep, working." Because what yeah. we're doing here is we're we're both streaming the exact same stream on our respective channels. So what you're seeing here on the Mac channel is also over on Hank's channel. And we're seeing nothing in the comments and okay. reactions. Lola says I'm buffering. Lola, if you are on the internet, get off the internet. No, I'm not on the internet. Oh, okay, well, so Lola didn't like that. She didn't like being accused of being on the internet. Yeah, let me know if like, um, I know people are saying that I'm buffering or whatever, so that's probably, I have a bunch of windows open. I'll close some stuff here. That'll probably help. Um, if you can hear Mac good, let me know if you can hear him. Nobody's saying anything to me here. Oh, so, no one's saying anything? No complaints I got, on I your got, end? I got, I, got, uh, I got five comments. Got a thumbs up. Come okay. on, guys. Post something in the comments. Say yeah. something. Is this, is this thing working for you guys? Yeah. So I've, <laughs> on my end, so if you look on, if you go to Military Arms Channel, you're going to see the okay, same live stream. Lie. And if you go to Hank Strange, for the people who are on Military Arms Channel, you should see right. the same live stream. We're messing around with it, and that's probably why I'm buffering. Because I don't see? have as awesome internet as uh, Mac does in Indiana. <laughs> I don't. We, we have some pretty high speed, because here, yeah. uh, here at the shop, we get the business speed from Comcast. And uh, oh. so, yeah. yep. All right. So I'm actually posting up some some of the comments. All right, guys. So check this out. Uh, as I said earlier, we, we, are, we are streaming live on Hank Strange's channel. Hank, tell them how they can find you over there. Yeah. Lola, what are you saying? Mac's not live? Yeah. We're saying I'm live over my end. Yeah, Lola. What do you, I don't know what Lola's talking about. I just logged in. I don't see him. You don't see him on my stream or on his stream? His channel. Yeah, there's people on his channel. You got to look. You're not looking in the right place. Yeah, this is going to be fun, Mac. <laughs> Guys, this is a touch stream. Uh, I'm going I'm to pop over here yeah. really quick. Uh, South KC says they hear both of us. So if anyone um, does oh, any shit. Oh, it says, Mac, your channel isn't live. It says we are oh. still waiting for the stream. Okay. Oh. His is still waiting. Okay, so, yeah, so, it is so, me so Lola's up. right. Oh, for once in her life, Lola was actually right on something. I don't know. Did you Did you press a button, Mac? Uh, no, I, I, I pressed go live, and it says live. At 9 p.m. Okay, oh. It's oh, did you set the wrong time? No, there's no way. It said 8 p.m. and it gave me the go live button. I hit go live and it gave me some sort of a weird error. Yeah, because Lola says it's waiting for you to go live at 9 p.m. Refresh, no. refresh that. I already, I already refreshed. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. 9 p.m. your time, 8 p.m. my time. Yeah. Okay, okay, he just fixed it. Oh, no. so um, no. Chris Boyd says it's working. And uh, Gorillas and Guns says, says it says that we are still Aaron waiting for Mac to start stream. So that's happening with this. So that's weird, right? Some people are seeing it and some people aren't. Yeah, it's 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 not working for some reason. Yeah. Hmm. I have no idea why that would be. That that really stinks. 
Yeah. Maybe. See, that's what we get for trying to test the system, Mac. I don't know. Yep. We're, we're pushing the limits. All right. Let's kill it and start it over again. Oh, okay. All right. Or do you want to try to do you want to try to end yours? Let's see if what happens here if we just keep rolling on mine, or you want to end both yep. of them? I'll end it. And see okay. what happens. Yeah. Max says he's going to kill his. So everyone, go over Tank Strange. All you, what do you call them, Macalites? What do you what do you call your supporters? <laughs> I call mine strangeaholics. <laughs> so we got to figure out what we got to figure right, out. So what. Now, I, now, now I killed it, deleted the post. Okay. And I got the go live button again. So I'm going to mm. click go live. It looks okay. like we're still on the same stream. Yeah. <clears throat> we're still. You guys are getting to see dinosaurs trying to figure out, uh, you know, the Internet or something. Oh, okay. right? Some old right, dudes. So. <laughs> okay, Max ended. Yeah, Matt, he's gonna he's and, gonna and go Alex live again. Says, waiting for Military Arms Channel to to yeah. start. It, yeah. It's just not letting me do it. Yeah, it might be in oh, how wait, you. No, wait a minute. Nope, there it is. It's live. I'm live. On, I'm live. Okay, let me go take. Refresh a yours, Lola, and let me know. Let's go see. Yeah, everyone, go back and check out all the Macalites. Go back over to okay. Military Arms okay. Channel. Okay, there we go, guys. Yeah, Kathleen Music Lover says Mac has no name. On, on his, so it probably just says yeah, live I or something. Yeah, I probably don't. There's, oh, yeah. Okay, I just got it again. Error and changing broadcast status. Lola says she sees you. Okay, yes. Yes. You see him? Okay. Yeah. Now. It probably yeah. just froze. Yeah. Shooting Gallery Northeast says, I just got the notification for Max. So. All right. Nope, I'm, it's still, everybody's saying hi. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still live. Yeah. So. We're testing it's, the limits okay. here. Perfect. Oh, Lola wants me to move around and do stuff. Okay. So here I am moving so, around. While we're getting this all set up, guys, so this is kind of new, right? So Hank and I are running some new software that is allowing us to stream to both of our channels the exact stream, same stream at the exact same time. And uh, this is kind of interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this done before. No. And um, <clears throat> we're testing it here. So now that we can see that we're both actually live, what we're going to do is have a discussion. So, Hank, <laughs> yes. what, what's some of the stuff that, that's got you excited uh, this past week, man? Um, you, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on since NRAM, and um, we can kind of start there and move forward if you want or whatever's on your yeah. mind. So um, the last time I saw you actually was at NRAM 2019, uh, yep. but you, didn't, you, didn't, you weren't on the show floor. We, uh, I think you had a meetup for for your patrons that came to NRAM, which was cool. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Yep, absolutely. You know, and um, I should have ordered champagne, but yeah, <laughs> since it was on your, you should have. Yeah, I feel bad about that. To be honest with you, I was like, man, I ordered more food. Ah. And, you know, I could have taken stuff back home. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. So since then, um, actually, during that, this. The whole NRA drama was going nationwide, right? I think probably, um, I'm going to say maybe going back to even about two weeks before that, we started really, the drama was really kicking up. We've been looking at it for some time, but everyone out there in the wide wide world started looking at it. And then during the show, it just all really got heated up. It all unraveled. And um, so a lot of folks, so, you know, right after right after the, the, uh, the tragedy in, in Vegas, you know, I, I pretty much 
denounced any association with the NRA. Uh, it, it made the blogs and, you know, I, I went basically on the war path mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, most people kind of sat back and thought, you know, Max off his, his rocker and it's like, well, what's he doing, man, going after the NRA like this. And mm-hmm. I was just, I was, I was ready to like expose all their little dirty little secrets I'd, I'd gleaned from the five months or so that I was supporting them because of Pete Brownell, mm-hmm. which is another news story, I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit yeah. about, but yeah, cause there's, um, there's, you know, there's Pete, stuff going on there too a lot of stuff going on there. So the reason for most of my life, all my life, I've been very angry at the NRA and I, I never fully supported them. And then Pete Brownell uh, contacted me. And at the time he was a board member, but he knew he was going to ascend to the presidency. And he had reached out to me and we had breakfast and he said, Hey man, look, I, there are a lot of problems with the NRA and I want to write the ship under my leadership. I'm going to try to do everything I can to fix everything that's broken with the NRA. And I'm going to need people like you to help spread the message and stuff like that. And I wasn't the only person that he had reached out to over time. You know, uh, several other prominent YouTubers were were contacted mm-hmm. and we all agreed like, yeah, man, we I'm definitely for change, man. Let's get this, get the, you know, the corruption out of the NRA and let's get it going forward and make it a useful organization that truly fights for our rights and stops the compromise nonsense. Because we all knew a fight was coming, even though like we all had our different complaints and stuff like that. We knew that a fight for the Second Amendment was coming. Right. So we were all trying to get together at that point and, and work everything out. Is that a fair assessment? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I mean, so, yeah, I, I learned you know, for a while there that you know, there, there was a lot of chaos within the NRA. It was an organization that was was clearly split down the middle. And they have 76 board members, and there's a very vocal minority. I wouldn't say they're even very vocal. Uh, there's a minority of board members that are sick of the corruption that really want to affect change. But with 76 board members, it's impossible to do. The reason they have so many board members is so they can shield themselves from hostile takeovers, which happened in 1977 at, at, in Cincinnati. And so, you know, the the you know the Wayne Lapierre's and the Chris, Chris Coxes who are the cancer within the organization are entrenched for life. Yeah. And the, the, the board is basically unaware. Like when they sued Ackerman McQueen, the board member, the board was never even consulted with. Mm-hmm. They did it on their own. And the board is supposed to lead the organization, but the board is totally ignored. It's not what we really so, think that it is. It seems to me either. I liken it to, at one point I was a teamster. I was in the teamster union in New York. Don't hold that against me. Um, it, it seems like that to me with all the corruption and the mafia and stuff like that that's involved in that, which is what happened in New York, probably still happens, or like a big pyramid scheme. Thanks, Kevin. I, I just popped one, a, oh. a, a, a message up there from, from Kevin. Thanks, man. Uh, trying to keep up with all the chat stuff going oh, on, yeah, trying to watch that and talk, yeah. but uh, and also playing with the features uh, of, of the software. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I got, got on board with the NRA for that short time. And I I wish I could delete those videos, but there's good content there. So I won't, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, but I told him, I told Pete, I told everybody else that I will be your, your, your best friend. If you ever stab gun owners in the back, I will become your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. And the day they made that joint statement and it's still on their website where the NRA backed and called for, uh, action to ban bump stocks. I immediately suspended my support. I called Pete and Pete said, I know what you're going to say, man. And I fully support you. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm out and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. And, um, to this day, Pete and I are friends. 
fast forward to what just happened, um, Hank, I'll let you take it. Yeah. I dominate the conversation. Oh, no, no, that's that's cool, man. I, I, I like listening to you talk about stuff. So, um, yeah, so that that news broke. To, so now after after everything happened with you and I know that you're a very passionate person, that's what we all uh, appreciate about you. And this kind of played out in real time. I, I think you were going somewhere. Was it the IV event or something that was going down all around that yeah, time? The, the the IV eighty eight event was going down. Uh, Pete flew in, yeah. and it just so happened that that joint statement was posted while he was in air, and he didn't know it had happened until he landed. And I had I, I met with him and some of the other Brownells folks um, right at that at that, that event. And there was there was a guy from NRA there, and he was getting a piece of people's minds. By the way, like he was oh, getting, yeah. he was getting yeah. chewed out. He was like, dudes, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> You know, right? Well, nobody knew what was going on, and, and Pete yeah. got blindsided by it because once again, Wayne and Chris didn't consult with the board before they made a public statement about what happened, and and expressing their support for a bump stock ban. Yeah. And and again, you know, as as we we see things playing out now in the news with Kamala Harris, one of the twenty four or however many presidential candidates on the Democratic side there are, she said if she becomes president, she's going to use executive orders to. Take away FFL licenses, kill gun stores. Yeah, which is and what which is what she, the Trump administration did to put this bump stock thing in effect. Exactly, yeah. she would do it through the exact same process, through the exact same mechanical steps that Trump did to ban bump stocks. She would use that exact same precedent to do exactly what she threatened, and that's why we've been saying all along it's not about the bump stock. No, it's what's what it's what they're doing. No, I don't want the bump stock ban. But in, in reality, the bump stock shouldn't even exist because the NFA should not exist. Yeah. But we weren't arguing just to keep bump stocks We're fighting what they were doing, which was an end run around our republic and our representatives had no chance to vote on it. It was by you know presidential decree that they banned a previously legal accessory and then deprived that property of their owners and didn't even offer just compensation. So there was no due process and property was seized with no compensation. And a law, which is, wasn't really a law, was retroactively enforced. So the grandfather clause was, was crapped on as well. So it was, it was you know, carte blanche. They just basically took the entire Constitution and Bill of Rights and wiped, wiped the rear ends with Tossed it. Tossed it out. If we allow that to stand, if we allow that to stand in America, that is the signaling of the end of the Second Amendment in America. You know, I know that's, I that probably sounds crazy to people like, oh, you guys are just, you know, getting crazy. But if they could literally come in and take a piece of plastic on its own, not attached to a gun and make that a machine gun, that's the end, people. It is. They could do anything you know, after that. Here's the verbiage they used. So, so they kind of redefined what the definition of a, a machine gun was. And now it's just any device that's readily convertible or, or readily. Yeah, I think it's readily convertible to fully automatic fire, it's considered a machine gun. Mm -hmm. And that's how they, they captured the bump stock because mm -hmm. they're now saying that its rate of fire was a machine gun. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what that also means? That means Kamala Harris can come into office and say every semi-automatic is readily convertible mm -hmm. and, and, and show on video somebody converting illegally a, a semi-automatic to a machine gun because any number of people out there know how to do it. It's no secret how you can convert an AK or an AR or a Mini-14 into a machine gun. It's not that difficult. And all they have to do is say, look, the BATF can, in 15 minutes in a Dremel tool, make this semi-automatic into a machine gun. Therefore, they're all readily convertible and semi-automatics are banned. And it's not 
Yeah. A fabrication that's that's so you know what it is. You, you can, it's totally plausible. Yeah, you can do this through uh, bureaucracy, right? I mean, there's the Second Amendment, and they could say, "Hey, we're not doing anything to the Second Amendment. This is bureaucracy. These are rules that are set. You know, these are things that are set up here, and you have to go through that. Just like you're saying, the um, the ATF itself shouldn't even be there because we have all these things in the way. This is the way that they can kill us with a thousand paper cuts." You know, and that's what we're that's right. what we're going up against here. So to move on to what happened, so so back. Hold on, I'm going to answer this one. So sure. here's a question okay. sticking up on the screen here, really quick. Um, it, so it says military arms. Since when does the ATF get to make laws? Okay, so there's this thing called Chevron deference, I believe is what it's called. I've been talking to our attorneys in case you don't know. I'm part of a lawsuit that's suing the government over what happened with the bump stocks, and um, there's this bigger issue of of deference where Congress passes a law, and the law is very ambiguous. Most laws are. So the law has a, a general gist to it. Then it's handed off to a bureaucracy like the BATF or the FAA, the FCC, the EPA, pick any one of the alphabet agencies. The law gets handed off to that agency, and then through Chevron deference, they, are, they can do pretty much interpretation of the law. They can read into the law any which way they want to, and there's no bounds set upon how far they can go. If they go too far, the only option we have is to sue in federal courts and try to undo what they've done. Mm -hmm. The only peaceful option. Yeah, that's the only peaceful option, which we all should hope for. Yes. But so it's, it's, um, that, that deference has been at question now for quite some time in Congress and in the Supreme Court. And this case could very well pull that bigger, broader discussion into the Supreme Court and having them finally make a decision on whether or not these agencies can just make up laws, which is what they're doing. They're taking a basic law, completely twisting it from its original intent, and then imposing it on the American people. Case in point, when 7 and 6 was being banned from import, the two lawmakers that proposed the original armor-piercing handgun ammunition ban back in the 80s or 90s. I forget when that law went into effect. But those those congressmen wrote to the ATF and said, hey, ATF director, this is not what we intended to do with the law. The law pertained only to handgun ammunition. We never meant it to, to apply to rifle ammunition that might be fired out of a pistol. It was only intended for handgun calibers because we already knew rifle ammunition could defeat soft armor. And the BATF, even though they were sent that letter by the lawmakers that proposed and passed that bill, they ignored them completely and banned the importation. That's an example of a, of a bureaucracy abusing their power of, of deference and, and making law out of a law that didn't exist, yeah. but using a, an existing law and twisting it to their own outcome. Mm-hmm. And what the what the Supreme Court is going to do about it, I saw that you and Eric um, did a gun gripe about this recently. It's 50-50. I saw you guys talking about that at the end, you know? I mean, we, we yeah. would like to, to stack the Supreme Court on to, to our benefit, but we really don't know what they're going to do. The two Trump appointees are very wishy-washy on their Second Amendment stances. Um, you know, everybody likes to think that, that they're not, but, you know, probably the most pro-gun justice we had was Scalia, who unfortunately passed away. But even in his, uh, even in his final opinion in Heller, he made a gro- gross mistake 
and saying that reasonable restrictions can be applied to a constitutional prote- constitutionally protected right. And that left the door wide open for what is reasonable. Mm-hmm. And that means every single gun law can be reasonable in the eyes of the court. Mm-hmm. And the reality is every single gun law is unconstitutional, therefore illegal, because the Second Amendment is the only amendment that says shall not be infringed. Our First Amendment doesn't say that. The Third Amendment doesn't say that. The Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Fourteenth, none of them say shall not be infringed. The Second Amendment couldn't have been worded any more tersely than our founding fathers worded it, yet it's one of the most crapped on rights did you see? Did you see? The, I'm not trying to uh, distract from this, but when you say that, it reminds me of this. Nancy Pelosi. Um, I think it was like a month ago. I think they were trying to get Trump's uh, tax records, and there was some yep. law she was reading, and she says that like when this happens, that this thing, you know, it shall. There's there's a video clip of this. She says shall, not if. Not maybe. This is what she's saying, right? Trying to read a law. And when I saw that, it made me so mad. I was like, okay, how about you go apply this crap that you're saying to the Second Amendment? Because it says, shall not be infringed. You know? <laughs> right? So I have Show to go back and find that. In, in, yeah. in, in the Second Amendment, right? Yeah. Find it out for me here, because I'm having a hard time finding this ambiguity. Yeah. I have to go back and like- find that clip of, of her doing that, because I wanted to post it, and then a whole bunch of stuff came up, and I was like, because she was so adamant about that, right? To get his uh, tax records, which, you know, whatever. That means something to them, doesn't mean anything to me. But we're talking, when, when I wish that these politicians would apply that to the Second Amendment, what they're saying. You know, I wish they would. But the Second Amendment is the only amendment that it's okay to basically wipe your feet on, because when we went to the Supreme Court for a stay, which is extremely easy to get. I mean, if this was a matter of let's pick another hot button Mm -hmm. issue, I don't want to delve into personal opinions on, but I just want to use this as an example. Mm -hmm. Abortion. Mm -hmm. If 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 there was a movement to ban abortion, if the proponents of abortion went to the Supreme Court and asked for a stay. Instantly, they would be given a stay mm-hmm. until it was it, w- yeah. it was litigated in court in a final decision. And if we ruled, and if we look at right? that, that is that is murder. And that's not even a constitutionally protected right. Yeah, but that and that is essentially murdering your own child in your womb. I don't want to get into all. I that, know, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I mean, uh, anyone looking at this probably knows where I'm at, where you're at on this. Yeah, you know. But that, I, I try to avoid those types of politics. I mean, I'll talk politics, right. but I, I like to keep it based around the Second Amendment because, right. look, man, the reality is, is you know, I, I, I talk with a lot of my viewers, and I would say 30%, maybe a little bit more, identify as being Democrat. Just being mm-hmm. a Democrat doesn't mean you're anti-gun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so I don't want to get yeah. into there's also people that, There's also I'm people – yeah, there's also yeah. people that believe in choice and all that kind of stuff, and I think sure. – I agree I agree with you on it. And Tommy I'm not Lauren. Tr- you remember yeah. Tommy Lauren? I mean the, the, the um, blonde chick that's on Fox News. She mm-hmm. used to be on um, The Blaze. Mm-hmm. She, she went out there and did an interview and said that she was – um, pro-choice and was fired from the blaze for it. And she wound up getting into a nasty lawsuit mm-hmm. over it. So there's a conservative yeah. female, yeah. self-admitted conservative female that's pro-choice. Yeah. So I don't get into those discussions. Absolutely. And, and people, you know, people are standing on that or my faith or any of that. I just leave it off the channel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I just use that as an example, anything, any other hot button issue taken to the SCOTUS would get an immediate stay mm-hmm. just until just giving it time 
to let it run its course through the courts until there's a final determination, especially when there's personal property involved that's that's several hundred dollars in value mm-hmm. because the, the government didn't even offer to pay for the for the devices they were stealing or forcing this destruction of. Yeah. They just said after this date, retroactively, if you have possession of them, you are now in possession of an illegal machine gun. You might as well have an M60 bolt fed machine gun in your basement as a bump stock because they both carried the same weight. Uh, and penalty under law currently with the BATF's interpretation. Yeah, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. By the way, let me remind everyone that's in my chat and Max chat, please, like smash the thumbs ups right now. We would appreciate that. Uh, we didn't do any promotion of this. We just jumped in here and did it. So if you guys don't mind, um, you know, like the video and share it or something like that, let people know in your social media that we're doing this. You can uh, throw up yeah. questions and stuff like that here as well. And Because and, we're and doing the- a simultaneous thing, right, Mac? We're still doing. Yeah, this. man, that's what's so cool is like we're we're broadcasting the exact same stream on both our channels at the yeah. exact same time. We're testing out this new software, yeah. and man, I'm loving it so yeah. far. This is really kind of cool. So we don't have to say, okay, let's do one a live stream on your channel tonight, and then tomorrow we'll do a, you know, a stream on mine. We can do the exact same stream on two channels. Yeah, it, and it is cool. Uh, all of our collective audiences. Yeah, and uh, I know my video is lagging a little bit. Don't I mean I don't think there's anything we could do about that right now. So don't worry about it. Um, you know, as long as you can hear me, that's the thing, you know, and then as long yeah. as you can you see, you might bump down your video resolution, maybe to 720 or something. Uh, I don't know if I bump mine down, if that would help much. Yeah. Uh, no, you're fine. Your, yours is actually coming in great to me. It could be something okay, on my cool. computer. I'm using like an older, uh, Mac computer. So there could be, there could be something. You need no. to get you into a new computer. Yeah. I need to, so, I need uh, to uh, upgrade my computer here for sure. So Ricer boy had an interesting comment. Like how many people actually turned in their stocks? So I was uh, I was talking to some local law enforcement authorities, and uh, they got a few phone calls, but they got zero turn-ins. And um, and from what I hear through sources I have, uh, there there nationally there was almost no measurable turn-in of those devices. Mm-hmm. And you know there was one company that was selling those stocks right up until you know mm-hmm. the stroke of midnight. Yeah. And. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm an advocate. I'm not going to tell anybody to go out and break the law. That's not what I'm doing. But what I've always said is I'm an act, uh, I'm actively uh, in support of peaceful noncompliance. If you take a look at the ban, the ban they imposed in Connecticut and nobody complied. And then all the lawmakers were like, well, what do we do? Nobody's complying with this. We can't arrest millions of people. Yeah. They- and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, look, we're governed by the, the consent. Or, I'm sorry, our, our government governs by the consent of the people. And when they don't serve our interests and when they overstep their bounds, well, that's the whole reason we have a Second Amendment. Look at the Bundy Ranch incident. That's a perfect, a shining example of how the Second Amendment was used to protect liberty. And the, the guys and gals that showed up and stood toe-to-toe with those federal agents and backed them down, they're patriots mm-hmm. and they did exactly what our founding fathers expected of them. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that spirit exists. That, I'm, I'm that, peaceful noncompliance. Yeah, that spirit know? exists too. And um, I was surprised. I was talking to a guy in my local barbershop about this. And I know we're going to get to the Pete Brownell thing in a second. Mac and I, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll go we're down rabbit holes. Now, right? Yeah, we'll go down <laughs> rabbit holes here. But I think this is interesting. I was talking to someone in my barbershop, which actually happens to be downstairs from my studio now. Um, and, and it was a, a, a black guy my age, but he's into guns, but you know, he's not, doesn't follow it as closely as we do and all that. He was never in the military or law enforcement or anything, but we were talking about this bump stock thing. And he was like, dude, they're going to take that from my cold dead hands. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not giving up anything like, yeah. you know, and I was like, wow, this, this, it's good to see the, the people out there other than us in America, that there are people who feel this way and it's definitely not represented in the media and it may be easy, you know, like we think, okay, we're, we're all talking to guys just like us preaching to the choir, but there are Americans out there who feel the same way. They just don't necessarily have a voice, but they make those voices heard when they vote. This is what we're seeing happening overseas right now, right? And all the elections going on overseas. And, uh, yep. you know, we're probably going to see, uh, we're going to, this, this is what happened, you know, three years ago when we had the elections. We'll probably see it again uh, in the next year or so. I, I, uh, I, 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 let's talk about Pete Brownell. Yeah, and let's, let's do that. Let's, let's talk about something that, that came up uh, with regards to that uh, recently in, um, yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. So here's the thing with Pete. So so uh, about a year ago when this all went down, Pete, he uh, resigned. He was president, right, of the NRA, something like that. He yeah. Position. So, he so resigned that. Presidents will serve, serve two years. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So he served one year and then then uh, then then re then refused to serve a second term and step down. Yeah. So he did that. Now, the what's the news out there today that I saw before I came in is that he uh, he was still on the board. Mm -hmm. But he resigned and that had position been for, for a board. decade. Yeah. And he resigned that position. Um, he resigned that position. It says now, a lot no. to me. That says a lot, actually. So read between the lines. Right. So the public statement was that uh, Brownells is about to uh, launch new products and they're Something. very focused on that. Yeah. And he's he served the board for, for a decade and he wants to focus on his business and therefore decided to resign his position on the board. Read between the lines because what just happened in Indianapolis is that Oliver North, who succeeded him, Oliver North didn't serve a second term. He stepped down and he threatened to uh, make public a bunch of dirty laundry about Wayne LaPierre and his spending issues. Mm -hmm. He takes millions of dollars of due paying members money and buys lavish things. Trips to Bermuda, thirty nine thousand yeah. dollars in suits in one month. Yeah, over Insane half a mil expenses. half a million or something like that of expenses. But what happened? What happened? Comes between ACMAC, right? The, you know, ACMA McQueen, their PR agency, which is the devil, as well as the leadership of the NRA being the devil. They're suing each other over those billing, you know, discrepancies yeah. because right now they have the interest of investigators in the state of New York where their charter is, and the NRA is about to be forcibly disbanded and, and made to go away by the state of New York. And plus the IRS is now looking at them and they're probably going to lose their nonprofit status Yeah, and it's because getting, of things that Wayne Lapierre and Chris Cox are doing. Yeah, it's getting worse. Also, Ackerman McQueen officially severed ties. If oh, not, have they severed? That's yeah, interesting. That, that was in the news. That, to that was in the news yesterday, I think, um, or, or early today. So and, and what it's like, first of all, to just talk about like Pete Brownell for a second, um, you know, obviously this is a business that's been in his family for what, 80, 80 years or something like that now. Um, yeah. But if you ever if you ever talk to Pete, you'll see that he's a really down to earth, cool kind of guy. Um, the last time I, I actually spoke to him, I was at SHOT Show at Media Day. And um, you know how they like you have to go to these food trucks to get you give you get like a little ticket. You have to go stand at the food trucks and get food and stuff. And there was this dude that came up to me with a beard and he was like, "What's up, Hank?" And I'm like, "Who the hell is this guy?" 
<laughs> and then he goes, yeah, I, I'm Pete Brownell, by the way. I already met him, right. but I didn't recognize him. Right. He wasn't wearing, you know, a $10,000 Amarna <laughs> yeah. Mar- no. suit. He's probably wearing blue jeans and just a regular shirt. That's yeah. how I met him. Yeah, he just looked like a regular like, wow. dude. Yeah, he just looked like yeah. a And I've met him before and hung out with him and done videos with him and stuff, but I didn't recognize him with the beard. And uh, he, <laughs> he got on the line, he got food, and then you know how they have these little tents that we all go to, he came into that yeah. tent and he sat down and he was talking to everyone at the table. This is a guy that literally could have had a helicopter land out there and mm-hmm. take off, go back into Vegas, have a high price meal, but he's not that kind of guy. He you is know? not. He is the most humble. I mean, I, I, I consider Pete to be a friend of mine and 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 not just him, Ryan and, and Roy and, and, yeah, Josh, and Josh, several yeah. other people at, at Brownells. I mean, these are salt of the earth people, an Iowa based company. These are, you know, good they're, they're us. people yeah. that just, you know, really do they're, business. They're just the like right us. Way. They get mad. They get mad just like we do about all of this stuff. I don't know if people think that this is something these guys just put on because they're in the gun industry. I know there are people in the gun industry that do that, but it's not these guys. It's not an act with Brownells. Yeah. I, 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 I love Brownells as a company. That's because I've met so many other folks. And when I go home, I grew up in Kansas. When I go home, we go through Iowa and I always stop to say hi to the guys. And, you know, if, if Pete's there, he'll come out and say hello and meet all my kids again. And, you know, we'll chat with them. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, it's, it's not just me, you know, it's, it's not like they're coming down to meet the big YouTube guy. Cause I'm no. not that big of a deal. It, it's just, that that's who they are. And and anyway, I wanted to answer Tony's yeah. question. You know, mm-hmm. can you still uh, own seven and six and shoot it legally? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can legally own it and shoot it. So the thing I wanted to say about Pete doing this, I think it's a bellwether. You have to realize that this is a this is a tough. Th- his family's been in this business. Uh oh, are we seeing the finger? No, somebody's asking how the finger is. Yeah, it so looks like Frankenstein. Out of it the other day, and it's 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 good as new, guys. Oh, okay. Ten days in, and it's like nothing happened. I mean, it's not even. Is even, it serialized? Did you? Is the serial number gone? <laughs> that was the best comment ever. So when I posted the pictures of, of the finger being bashed open, uh, somebody made a comment like, oh, "Oh, you need to contact the ATF and let them know you destroyed a machine gun." <laughs> yeah, I saw <laughs> that actually. Finger. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So the thing that you, the thing here about someone doing something like this—that this has been the family business. It's an Apple Watch, not a Rolex. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, people want to know watches. Well, now they're asking me, like, nice Rolex, Max. I'm like, uh, or Max, Mac. And I'm like, yeah. it's an Apple uh, watch. Rolex is not making Apple watches yet, to my knowledge. Boom, they there's mine. I don't, know if, I don't know if anyone <laughs> can see mine if they care about it. Um, I actually have a tag on, so there you go. Tag Hoyer. If, it, if anyone tag, cares. Huh? If anyone cares, if they want to know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Apple junkie, man. Everything's uh, Apple. Yeah, I have a lot of Apple stuff, but I like mechanical watches. I like automatic um, watches is just something I'm into. I make videos on my channel about watches. So, oh, dude, I, I, you know, I'm a watch guy. Back in my advertising days, I, I had a Rolex, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I wore it just like a regular watch. Yeah, but uh, it is. And, and it, to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool thing. So, so the thing is, like, these guys have been uh, not just that Pete served for ten years, right? This is a thing that's been that's been in the family, the NRA, lots of families around America. Some of us are just finding out about it. It's something like I got into the NRA uh, six, seven years ago when I started doing this. And I was like, yeah, let me support the NRA. Lots of us were doing that. We've always been on the fence. But for this company, to de- for, the, for Pete to decide that he's pulling out, this is showing you that it's it's going from bad to worse. And it's not it's not going to get any better. I don't think I think they've no. passed the point where they could fix this. What do you think about so that? So here's. 
Here's here's the thing, and I just wanted to put. Uh, I, I pointed out one of the comments I caught. Mac, would you ever consider being a consultant on Fox News? Yeah, if they'd ever contact me, but they don't. I mean, I, you, you know, know what I, though? Just, but I think I you're. I think I, you're I'm bigger like than them. Rand I think Paul, you're. I'm just unelectable. What's yeah, that? I think you're bigger than Fox News, man. What are you talking? About? Oh come on, man! <laughs> don't, those guys. I, I think, I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, how how many people subscribe to you? Eight hundred thousand. Uh, we're if maybe by tomorrow morning I might be at nine hundred and fifty thousand. Awesome! I can't, Wait, I can't how can we get? Million, we million need to get you to a million. Okay, Everybody we have to, breaks that. I'm like I'm still waiting on my my gold play button. No, let's start <laughs> a campaign. Let's start a campaign, man. I want to start a campaign to get Mac to a million. <laughs> they get the gold play button. I don't even know what it yeah. was a silver one. I think I threw it in the trash. I've been so mad at YouTube for demonetizing us. I mean, <laughs> when I, you get the gold one, blow it up, man. Blow it up. <laughs> That's it what I ought to do. <laughs> it could be done, <laughs> but I want to see you get there. Tannerite. Yeah, I want to see calf proof. Yeah, I want to see you get there. If people don't know that I started doing this um, about six years ago or something like that. And basically, I went to the bullpup shoot that they had in Kentucky. And I was just a fan of, of a lot of the guys that everyone follows on here, including you, Mac. You know, my, my brother and I would look at your videos and call each other up and talk about it and stuff like that. I remember being jealous when, they, when you did this thing where these two dudes won a trip to come see you and shoot machine guns with you and, and all of that. So I basically like saw you and your wife going into the hotel and Lola was with me. I was like, I'm cutting him off at the pass. <laughs> So I ambushed you, and, 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 you know, I think at that point, man, I had maybe 300 subscribers or something. You know, This is such a great story because people, I mean, you, people think that just because you have a following on YouTube that you're a celebrity or something, and you're not. There's internet famous, yeah. which is like this, and then there's like famous, you mm -hmm. know, like celebrities that make movies that can't walk into a, you know, a, a restaurant without getting noticed. I don't get noticed. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm, I, you know. But anyway, but you're but yeah, cool. You, you're cool you, to you us. Wife were, yeah. In our circles. Chatted. Yeah. In our circles, you're cool, man. And, uh, you know, like I remember cutting you off and we spoke for hours. Your wife was like, forget this. <laughs> yeah. And my wife was like, yeah, I'm going to the room. So they went <laughs> off and we were still talking. I think you took me to like dinner or something like we, that. We took you off. We, I yeah. said, hey, man, what are you doing for dinner tonight? And and you and Lola joined us for dinner mm -hmm. and you kept playing, doing the oh, I, I can't believe Max asking me and talking to me like I'm in, in third person. I'm like, dude. Mm -hmm. Stop it, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. just a regular dude. Yeah. And that's how we became friends. Matter of fact, because of you, I use Instagram. It was that that event where, mm -hmm. where you're like, do you use Instagram? I'm like, nah, man, I don't really I have it on my phone. But I don't really. Yeah. Use and you it. had you had you a bunch of followers. You just weren't posting anything. I had one picture on there of yeah. something silly and yeah. had like 2000 followers. And you're like, dude, you should use this yeah. it's because of you. I have the Instagram following. I have yeah. now. Yes. Thank you very much. I, I am now going to make a snippet out of that and put it on my phone. Absolutely, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm that's all you. You, that's, you. you turned me on to that. You know? Yeah, that's so. what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do for each other. And that's why I would like to see you uh, hit a million. You know, so we, I want to see everybody hit a million. I wish yeah. we had, you know, 10,000 gun channels hit a million. It, it's going to be folks, tough in this environment, man, with everything they're doing to us. So. Oh, I know. There's squashness and search results and stuff. I've, yeah. I've watched, you know, my subscriptions just dwindle down. There's squashness and search results and stuff, and they're finding yeah. new ways to mess with us. But, you know— People think that, and there are some in our community that that don't want to intermingle with other YouTubers. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have 200 or 2 million subscribers. I'll do videos with you and 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 cross promote and hang out because it's not like we're competing for the seven o'clock time slot, right? No. People surf the internet when they're done watching one of my videos. They're going to pop over to one of yours. They're going to pop over here. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the beauty of the internet. It's it's totally different than network television yeah. that that we're 
you're yeah. used to. Yeah. No, there's no competition here. No, there's and not. People, it's, it's video on demand. People can look at it when they want to, and then people like uh, whoever uh, you know. People like certain people's uh, style or whatever. So if I'm getting into making gun videos, it's not going to take away from uh, from you. I could. T- I'll tell you a no. quick. I'll tell you a quick story just because uh, you just reminded me of that. Um, but I thought this was really funny. You and I were at SHOT Show. Everyone knows you don't do SHOT Show anymore. So I've been well, lucky enough to actually hang out with you at SHOT Show. For, sorry to all your fans out there. They'll never. <laughs> but anyway, so I was hanging out with Mac at SHOT Show, and we were going from one side of the floor to another. And you know how that happens. So if, you're hang- if, if I'm hanging out with Mac and we're walking through SHOT Show, we're going to get stopped all the time. So Mac Mac was getting stopped all the time. And I'm like <laughs> taking pictures with, with his fans for him. You know, like, oh, so like, oh, can you take a picture? Like, okay, I'm going in there taking pictures. So when we almost get to where we're going, there's one dude that comes up to me. And goes, hey, man, you know, I want to take a picture with you, Hank. So Mac was like, oh, okay, I'll take the picture. So the guy's taking a picture with me. And I'm, and he's like, man, I look at all your stuff. I was like, cool. Do you, uh, you ever heard of Military Arms Channel? He's like, no, who's that? I was like, that's the guy, that's the guy right there taking a picture. He was like, oh, I, I don't know that guy. Is he good? I was like, that's yeah, awesome. you, should, you should be looking at his channel. What's wrong <laughs> no, with you? So there's, 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 there's a lot of folks, yeah. Yeah, there's people think that, oh, because, and, and, that's not to take anything away from you. You're probably one of the most recognizable people doing this kind of thing, you know, and at SHOT Show, incredibly recognizable, but it just goes to show you that you, you're not, no one's stealing from anyone. The, the audience out there is making a choice. They're making the choice. You create your content, you do it in your way. People love that, you know, and, and I do my things my way and then all, everyone else out there that's doing this, people make a choice to look at you and people should never think of it in a selfish way like someone's sucking the oxygen or something like no, that. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. And um, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think, yeah. you know, I want to see all gun channels grow and that's why, you know, I'll, I'll work with any channel uh, and, and ha- invite them to be on you know my channel. You always have an open invite. If mm-hmm. you want to come up this far north, you know, yeah. come on up, stay a week and and we'll go film. You know, yeah. usually I'm the one doing the traveling because uh, nobody really wants to come up here because it's either too cold or it's too cold. Yeah. <laughs> not when you show, <laughs> not when you show like uh, the rage flooded or the rage is snowed out. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're dealing with now. You know, all these folks are like, when's the next video coming? Like everybody wants, um, I think episode three of the BCM, how far will it go before it malfunctions without cleaning videos? And it's like, man, two of our three ranges are flooded. It's 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 difficult. We we have literally one day a week where it may not rain for two hours. It's been horrendous this spring, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I forgot what and we were tornadoes. Talking. We don't really yeah. get tornadoes up here. And and uh, just two nights ago, we had one north of my house touch down, uh, probably about four miles north of us. Oh wow. So, okay, that's close. Yeah, that's yeah. close. Oh, I grew up in Kansas, man. We used to get yeah. drunk and watch the things go by all the time. Yeah. So to go to get back to what we were because t- I forgot what we were talking about here, how we segued into this. I know I know we were talking about everything going on with the uh, NRA um, and the Ackerman, the whole Ackerman thing. I mean, that's 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 pretty much burning down right now. That's a dumpster fire right now. It, that that separation is and and Pete um, resigning from the mm-hmm. board. Um, I, you know, I don't think he wants that to be a political statement. But come on, guys, you know, I, I, you know. Th- Oliver North had gotten a coalition of a minority of board members, but enough, he felt, to possibly be able to force change or at least bring attention to the fact that the NRA is horribly corrupt. Something I've been saying for years, mm-hmm. and people kept saying I was off my rocker making things up, but that that internal fight went quite public when Oliver North 
said he wasn't going to seek a second term and dumped all that information at NRAM at their annual meetings on the public. And um, and now it's out there, man. And this now is this, this is getting this is going to get worse. Now I wonder, just to like, what do you think is going to? Since Ackerman McQueen severed ties with NRA, didn't Ackerman McQueen actually? Aren't they the ones that actually own NRA TV or at least running NRA TV? Yeah. So what happens All there? All the media is done through them. Yeah. So what happens yeah. to the people working for them? Agreements, but okay. Yeah, I mean, most. I mean, like Oliver North was one of their uh, paid online or broadcast personalities, Colleen Noir and all those guys, those, they, they all, they all work for Ackerman McQueen. Um, and so I don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, that sucks, them. man. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's well, going to, you know. you know, let's, let's, let's put it this way. I'm glad that the heat's being put on the NRA because mm -hmm. we need the NRA fixed. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to misunderstand what my motivations are when I'm, I'm, you know, actively trying to bring attention to the NRA's misdealings, I'm not trying to burn or destroy, burn down or destroy the NRA. My purpose is to force change. I want the NRA and its five million members, they claim, to be an effective force fighting for our Second Amendment rights and not compromising, not constantly giving up our rights in exchange for nothing. I mean, a compromise implies two parties get something of you know equal value from the negotiations. We don't get anything. Mm -hmm. All we do is keep giving away our rights. Yeah. And, you know, in, in 50 years, there'll be nothing left to give. No. And so the NRA needs to dig in its heels and stop the GOA and the Firearms Policy Coalition, the, the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, JAFO, the Jews for the Preservation of Gun Ownership. All those organizations are no compromise. Mm -hmm. The NRA is the only one that's like, hey, man, let's, play, let's make a deal, man. Let's make a deal with your rights. And that needs to stop. The NRA needs to dig its heels in and fight. They need to be working to put themselves out of a job. And I'm quoting uh, Eric Pratt from GOA because mm -hmm. that's what his mission statement is. He's working to put himself out of a job. Yeah. He wants that final decision from the Supreme Court that says, hands off, you cannot touch the Second Amendment. And so that's what we need the NRA doing. And that's what I'm advocating for. And the only way we're going to get their attention is to hit them in pocketbooks because I'll tell you, the only reason people like Wayne Lapierre and Chris Cox and, and all the other executives that suck up these you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in salaries and perks and travel expenses, the only thing they care about is the money. The rights are just an excuse to get the money. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people that advocate for the NRA, if they weren't making those big paychecks, they'd be off doing something else. Well, that's why I think They're it's like it for the wrong reasons. That's why I think it's like a pyramid scheme. I mean, there's lots of people. Basically, what they care about is getting the money from you. And um, I know I people that are life, uh, lifetime uh, members already, and, and, and basically they're still just trying to get money. That's the only time they know me, by the way. Um, I, I, I don't have a lifetime thing, so I pay every year. And then so they're always trying to get money for me. That's the only reason that they call or send me an well, email. Well, life member, they still like done you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 they, I think they, they, they call the life members more because, you know, life members pay once and figure they don't and think they don't have to pay anymore ever. Uh, and, and I'm not going to do a life membership for the GOA. I pay them every month. They don't mm -hmm. pay me jack. Mm -hmm. I get nothing. Yeah. If you don't believe me, call up the GOA and ask them how much they pay the military arms channel and they'll tell you. No, nothing. they don't. I don't. No, it's the same thing. It's the same thing for money. us. When, when when we sat across the table from everybody else in the room, and I don't want to mention names or point fingers, but when me and Eric looked at them and said, we don't want your money, they looked at us like, huh, they want you to take the money. It's kind of like the mafia. Mm -hmm. You take the money, they own they you. They got you. They got and you. I, I don't want the money. Mm -hmm. I'm in it for the fight for our rights. Yeah, that's what we I'll want them to do. Somewhere else. I don't need to make a living doing that. Yeah. And that's true of most of the people that, that, that work there. They could do the same thing. I don't want to. I don't want to profit from 
activism. If you're doing that, you're in it for the wrong reasons. So, and that's not to say that people don't deserve a paycheck, that that's their, their sole purpose. Like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's answering the phones at NRA HQ and stuff like that. I'm not talking about them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, most of these people like Wayne LaPierre is a millionaire multiple times over. He could take a hundred thousand dollar a year salary and a bonus every year if he was really doing good mm-hmm. versus the millions he sucks out of the organization. And then all the expense reports he files for millions more. Um, that, that's not a good use of, of due paying members money at all. Yeah. But that's, turn that's, this into a NRA rip fest, man. No, uh, by the way, Armament and Axes gave us a couple of bucks. He says you and Tim at, um, creators.us, uh, creatorsummit.us in September, question mark. So I think, uh, Armament and Axes and the Tyven show have like a creator, they have something called Creator Summit that's basically like a, a shoot, a get together, and they're having it in September. So oh. uh, that's, you know, hey. Hey, I, I'm just seeing the super chats. I'm sorry, guys, this is a new system for me. Right. And so I want to put the super chats up. I'm sorry I'm missing them. Yeah, um, yeah so you want to go I, ahead and call out some of those. Yeah, so Tim Taylor, he, um, uh, 10 bucks. Thank, thank you so much, brother. Um, and I, I put his post down there. Uh, I've been a subscriber and a Patreon supporter. Uh, it's right behind another window here. I think it's one of your posts. Thanks to all the uh, people that support us support on Patreon. Mac, you do, yeah. Uh, for us, keep up the good, good work, brother. No, thank you, brother, for the support because literally we're 100% viewer supported. We take no industry money. And if it wasn't for our Patreon supporters, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Um, and, and the reason we're doing that is because we're trying to be better than the other channels. It's just something that, that I actually saw the in-range TV guys try. Uh, and it all started with the demonetization. When that hit us mm-hmm. hard, I mean, they, you know, they took 70 80% of our revenue away. And I had just gotten laid off from my, my advertising mm-hmm. job. And you know, I, 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 I sold my hot rod and I, I sold a bunch of stuff and got lean. And I was relying on that money. And then when they cut us off, I panicked. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, and we just started the gun store, which, you know, we got borrowed money mm-hmm. to, to start the gun store. So mm-hmm. I was in debt to my eyeballs and I had no income at that point. And I was like, oh boy, what do we do? And I just made a Patreon account and set it in video a couple of times. And you guys stepped in and made it possible for us to move forward. So we said from this day forward, if you like what we're doing and you support us through Patreon, then we won't take any money from the industry. We'll rely on your support. And then you don't have to worry whether or not if, you know, SIG's paying me to say that their gun's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue because, you know, we're not yeah. taking money from SIG. Yeah. So, and, and and that's just a different tack. And we learned it from the in-range TV guys. And I saw the success that they had. And, you know, thankfully it, it, it's worked out well for us so far. Yeah. I'm glad that's worked out for you. And I know that, that sometimes that's a little bit of contention. I don't know, like like in the inner circles maybe of, of what we're doing, like maybe people are confused out there. Right now on my channel, there's a Walther lower third right below you. So I the uh, the podcast is sponsored by companies. I always disclose that. So and there's Walter nothing wrong Arms, with for that, example. man. Yeah, they do that. But we, right? yeah, we have like a combination. There's there's some people that support us on Patreon. There's some people that come in here to the podcast and and give money to us in the super chat. There are people that uh, we have. We do like affiliate stuff. So that means uh, we put up links for things. And if you go through that and buy something that you want, a little bit of that comes to us. You know, I think that just like we were talking about in the industry here, there could be multiple things going on. I think there's multiple ways that people can do this as long as they're having some kind of conversation uh, with their audience about it. What do you think about that? I mean, do you think everyone has to do it the way you're doing it? So so I I really get upset about the whole shilling thing, and I think it gets taken way, way out of context. So 
here's the way I look at it. So what we do for a living is provide entertainment. And let's just be honest with, with, with everybody. That's, that's what we do. We're entertainers, mm-hmm. right? We talk about something that you're not going to see on broadcast television. The stuff that we cover and the way we cover it, you're never going to find that on a, on yeah. a cable news network. Yeah. Where are you going to see two old guys trying to figure out how to go live at the same time? That's got to be entertaining. Yeah, where are you going to see that? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so look at these idiots. We provide entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah. we do it professionally. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day, seven days a week, except for Sundays now, I take that for a family day. And for 10 years, I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's just something I started doing. Um, we work. And we work until midnight. And it's it, people think that what we do is just all fun and games. No, the shooting is this much of what we do, and it's very much a real job, and it's no different than getting mad at, at somebody when you go watch the latest John Wick movie, and you get mad at Keanu Reeves for making money for making movies and saying what he does isn't real work. Mm-hmm. It, it is work, and he does deserve to be paid for yeah. it because he spends a lot of time doing it, and he's darn good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, when people say you're – oops, I hit my own microphone there. I'm still getting used to this setup here. Yeah. Um, I like to wave my hands around a lot. <laughs> when I talk, I <laughs> my hands. That's all right. Um, uh-huh. But, but you know, it, it, the, the whole showing thing is, is really gone overboard, and it's just a reason for trolls to glob onto something to just – you know, troll you for, yeah. because like what you said, you have, op- you openly say, and our sponsors are, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have Patreon, I'd have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with, with somebody, as long as they're forthcoming with the audience saying, Hey guys. And like people send us like guns and stuff to feature on the channel. I always say, this is who sent us this. Yeah. You know or, what's, you know what's the last thing? My collection. Right. This is something Jason owns. Yeah. This is something Copper had that I'm using yeah. like the Barrett 50, you know, we always tell you where it comes from. Yeah. But and and that type of transparency is all that you can ask for, and that's not showing. Yeah. You know so, what would happen? Like, let's say if you, you have a family that you have to take care of, uh, for some reason you keep kicking out those boys. You know, awesome. That's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had to, if, if you had to go get a job, like a, a job in a in any other industry, we're not going to see this content as often. We're going to see it when you're able to. You'll have that job. You'll have the family. And you'll have to do these things. And I think, you know, I know that uh, we'll all suffer for that. So, yeah, I think if there's there's folks out there that on a regular basis are creating content and entertainment and information, I don't want to say this is all like uh, this is not all documentary stuff or whatever. Um, I think there's always a little bit of WWF about everything. And people should just, you know, a little grain of salt. (laughs) to what they're doing. I'm never encouraging anyone to buy anything, you know? Yeah. And I always tell people like, don't buy something just because I like it and never, ever, ever sell something because I don't like it. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's, keep in mind what we're doing is for entertainment purposes only. Am I sharing an honest opinion? Yes, I am. But I'm one guy with one gun. Yeah. So it, you know, and all kinds of variables can happen to that. 365s, but there's 10 guys out there for every one of me that says theirs works fine. Yeah, you have right? bad I'll luck with a lot of one. stuff, man. Right. I think you have so some kind it, of, you got gremlins. Oh, man. I, and I, <laughs> I hate it. There's like, we, we shot a video on the um, the, the Mossberg MC1. And I mean, the, I've having, I'm having problems with it. Really? So I post an Instagram wow. post like, who owns these and who's, who's have, who, who likes their gun? Huh. And overwhelmingly, people say yeah. the thing works fine. We've got two. Guys, We've got two. And we haven't had. And any. do they work good? Yeah, yeah. See, so mine weird. won't go yeah. into battery. Wow. And it has all sorts of issues. Okay. And I've tried it with multiple types of ammunition. One of its factory magazines causes the gun to seize up. Yeah, I know what you need. Just, I know what you need actually. 
You need an ex- anyway, so exorcism. I'm going to try to shoot it some more. I, yeah. I don't like the first video because I, I, it bothers me, and I, I want to make a video saying, look, guys, you know, I don't, I don't like making videos that are negative. Mm-hmm. There are some, some YouTubers out there that won't post a negative video for whatever the reason may be. Mm-hmm. Me, I post it. If, if I get a hold of something and it's bad, I post it. If it's good, I post it. Yeah. If there's yeah. something that doesn't work, like the Remington R51, which I thought was a danger to society, the gun was dangerous because it fired out a battery, mm-hmm. I had to post the video. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure Remington was going to sue me or something, you know? And, and you know, I, I don't get a kick out of it. It's not what I, I thrive on. And it just seems like I have the worst luck in the world. But I also post every single thing that I encounter, good or bad. And... 99.9% of the time, the stuff that I'm showing you is something I got through the distribution or dealer network, which is just industry words for, I bought it from a gun dealer myself. Yeah. I ordered it through a distributor who got it from the manufacturer, right. right? I got it just like you do. When you go into a gun store and buy something, you're getting it through the distribution network. So when I say that, almost all the guns I get that way. So I know they're not cherry picked because I can guarantee you when a manufacturer contacts you and says, hey, Mac, you want to do a video on our gun? We'll send you one. We'll send you a teeny gun. They'll check it out. There's a good most chance of the time. that they fired it a little bit extra you know, a few yeah. times to make sure that that one they're sending you is going to work because they know darn well if it doesn't, you're going to post the video. Mm-hmm. And so I sidestep that by trying to get as many of the guns I feature through the same channels that our viewers would get. And I guess I just have bad luck. And, yeah. and, I, and when the MC1 and overwhelmingly – uh, people were saying theirs works fine. You're telling me you have two they work fine and mine doesn't. It's like yeah. people are going to think if <laughs> I'm going to post the video eventually. I'm going to show the problems. I'm going to shoot it some more. I only have about 400 rounds through it, and it seems like the problems are getting a little bit better. But even then, I don't believe a defensive carry gun should have a break-in period. It's not a complex machine. No, I don't think it should. It shouldn't. It should not. It should be. No. You should be able to take it out of the box. You shouldn't have to do anything special when you take it out of the box to it. You know what? You need an exorcism, man. We need to get, we need a gun, uh, what do we need, a preacher? We need a gun preacher, you know, (laughs) to come in and exercise you of the demons. (laughs) One of the super chats was a good question. So what I think about what's going on um, with with Texas trying to to take suppressors off the registry. So we're seeing a lot of states. Now, first of all, I'm a huge advocate for states' rights. Mm -hmm. I think the states should take back the power from the federal government that was usurped from them uh, starting at the war to, to present. So uh, right after the Civil War ended, the federal government wanted to make sure that they had absolute control over the states. So they made a federal army. They you know, basically took control of everything right down to the speed limit. And the states lost their autonomy. And we really need the states being autonomous because if you don't like the politics of California or Illinois, you can move to another state that has lower taxes or better schools or whatever, better roadways that, that like in my state, we always have a budget we, we're usually running at a budget surplus where Illinois is running at a deficit endlessly because of their social programs, and they just keep raising taxes. Over here, we balance our budget, and our taxes don't keep going up except for property taxes, which irks us, but that's a whole different discussion. But that's what states are supposed to be able to do. So if a state says, we're going we're gonna to take uh, silencers, and we're going to – because remember, the NFA works off the commerce clause – And so that means that if you manufacture it and move it across state lines, that's the only way the federal government can intervene constitutionally. So if you manufacture something like a machine gun or suppressor in the state of Indiana, where I happen to reside, and I never sell it or transport it out of the state, or I should say try to sell it to Mm -hmm. somebody outside of the state, there is no interstate commerce. And thus, there's no way the federal government should be able to regulate it. They can't regulate, right. 
when the states say we're going to take suppressors and you're going to be able to make them, and if federal agents try to you know enforce that law, um, we're not going to let them do that. I'm all for it. So states take your rights back and and. That's why I say don't just focus on federal elections. Focus on the state elections because they're absolutely critical, man. Yeah, every election, your local sheriff counts. All of that stuff, it counts. The dog catcher, everything um, everything counts there. Um, someone is asking me, uh, and I don't, I don't necessarily want to... Okay, actually, I'll put the question here, but I think this is a tough question for Mac or myself to answer. It says, why do you think Adam Kraut put an end to the NRA meeting to get rid of Wayne LaPierre? Um, I wasn't there. Mac wasn't there. So I don't know yeah. if you heard anything about this. But I know that the people who I did hear from, there's a lot of rumors going on out there about what happened in that meeting. If you weren't there, then you don't necessarily know, don't know. exactly See, and, what and happened. That meeting. was news to me. So I didn't go to the NRA show. I went down to meet with um, with some of my patrons. And I went down to do the TGC, the, the gun collective panel. And then mm -hmm. I left. I brought my wife and my oldest son. And uh, my oldest son wants to take a more active role in the channel, so you'll start seeing him. He's shown up on Instagram, and we'll start showing up on YouTube here a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but we went down just to meet with fans and and viewers, and um, I wanted nothing to do with the NRA show because yeah. I'm not going to bring attention to them. Uh, and yeah. then you know the bomb we, went off, but but Adam was on the panel, and he 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 told me about this members meeting that mm -hmm. they have that isn't publicized, and I was totally unaware of it. Next year I'm going to it because. That's where you can stand up as a, as a member. I'm a life member and ask hard questions. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know what went down at that meeting. Yeah. I'll know next year because I'll be at it. Yeah, we'll have to get some people. Um, what's the name of uh, – I forgot. Uh, oh, man, his name is uh, – huh? Pincus? Yeah, Pincus was at this meeting. We were trying to get him to come on the podcast to talk about it because he was there. There was a kerfuffle. I can't tell you, and I don't think Mac can tell you what happened, but I nope. think that the rumors that are out there about it, I would not um, take those for um, for canon or, you know, I, don't don't listen to all of that stuff. You know, that's so what I would say to you guys about that. Mm -hmm. One of my commenters says, if Tim doesn't run the Steyr M9A1 through the gauntlet test, I may have to. So I have two M9s, mm -hmm. and both of them won't pass the air test. They're unreliable handguns. And I have video that my, I shared with my patrons. I'm not going to make it public because uh, the, the, the trolls will just go crazy with it. But the gun fires without me pulling the trigger. You, mm -hmm. you can hear the gun go click. You can hear the striker fall. And I wait a second. I go to clear the gun as I'm pulling the, the, the slide to the rear. And my finger is off the trigger. I go to pull the slide to the rear. And just as I start to pull on the slide, bam, the gun goes off. Get online, Google it. And guess what? They had a, a recall for the gun firing without the trigger being pulled. And it was a voluntary recall. And they said in the recall that even though they hadn't had any recorded or any uh, incidents reported where it actually did fire without the trigger being pulled, they still wanted to have the voluntary recall. I caught it happening on video. So uh, I, I'm not going to do much more with the styres because the guns are – Freaking unsafe and yeah. unreliable. The two I have simply won't run right. So yeah, um, just a follow up here. Uh, just you know, Texas Gun says Gun Channels had a live stream at the members meeting. I haven't seen it, um, and I'm the not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't believe what anyone is saying. I think even if there was video there, it's going to be very tough to decipher what happens in in a meeting of that nature. From what this is from me hearing people talking about it that. 
there's everyone's talking at the same time. The NRA is trying to squash stuff, and you know you've got different people. I heard Pincus had to like jump up on something, and, and yeah, I saw, I saw a picture of him standing on a table or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's the only reason why I'm saying like it, it will be tough for Mac and myself to talk about this if we haven't seen anything. Um, you know, and and my knowledge of of Adam Kraut and, and Pincus, uh, I I don't think that these guys are trying to help the NRA in any way. So no, I, Ad, Adam yeah. definitely is is for reform. Uh, yeah. There's been some people out there that you know, like Yankee Marshall and stuff, that come down hard on him and and question his motives. I know Adam personally, and mm-hmm. and Adam is a very strong advocate for the Second yeah. Amendment. Uh, yeah. There's no ulterior motives there that I'm aware of, or I would believe. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, I know him. I've I've met him, hung out with them plenty, spent many hours with them. Yeah, and uh, same here. I, also, I like have him on the board then. Tom Selleck, who doesn't do anything. Yeah, absolutely. I voted for him and all that kind of stuff. Um, I could tell you that uh, I know Walter doesn't want to talk about it. This is something uh, we've discussed a little bit here. So Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, uh, they make a 50 BMG upper that goes on an AR-15 lower. And uh, it's bolt action. They've been doing that for a long time. The ATF recently said that they have to serialize that upper. And, yeah. So uh, right. Yeah. And that's he, unbelievable. And that's just out of the blue. Yeah. And they were. And Walter was actually fighting it and using the same law firm that Adam works with. And Adam was there um, helping out and all that stuff. So I'm just trying to say that you know, it's it's safe to say that Adam is for the Second Amendment and he's on our side and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. we're all fighting. We're all fighting this stuff, and it's really difficult. I mean. Like, like Mac was saying earlier, the Supreme Court should have put a stop to what's going on with the bump stock ban, and they didn't. Uh, Walter, Walter fought that to the ATF, and they came back and said, no, we're not changing. We're not coming off of that. So who knows? To. That's going to that's gonna spread. If they can say that, there's a whole bunch of things that that's going to spread to that we're not even like realizing it right now. I was actually trying to encourage him to fight it, but it's really ex- it's expensive at the end of the day, you know? And he's a, like it's small— very expensive. Yeah, he's a small mom and pop company, and for something like seven months, he wasn't even producing those things, and that's uh, you know uh, two thirds of his business. So, so I think I think he's go- he's producing them now, and he's serializing them just because it's like, hey, you know, people want these things, and I need to sell them. So that this is the craziness that we're facing here. I agree. You know. Um, and then that whole thing that happened with the NRA, I think ultimately people need to realize, as Max said already, Wayne LaPierre, they, they've got this thing in lockdown. They've got it in lockdown. They got rid of, you know, uh, Oliver North tried to do something. They ousted him. Yep. That's they, the proof. They did. Well, Ali, Ali just said, hey, man, if you if Wayne, if you don't step down, I'm going to publish all this dirt on you and make it all public. And then Wayne came out and said he was being uh, blackmailed, I think is the word he used, mm-hmm. either extortion or blackmailed. And um, and no, if you're doing <laughs> corrupt yeah. things and somebody exposes you, <laughs> that's whistleblowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that was so ridiculous. By the way, Richard Hughes gave us uh, five bucks. He says. Uh, I'm mad at Tim. I'm a non-mustached lefty shooting the AUG left me with cuts on my lip. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody goes back to that GIF, that animated GIF that somebody made, uh, and they said zero Fs given, and it shows me firing the AUG left-handed and and the brass keeps bouncing off my face. Do you have any any guns? (laughs) I know you said you guys. I had a couple of guys um, uh, asking, like, what do you guys think about the Kettler versus USA? I mean, that's awesome. Um, that's that's another case. I hope goes to the Supreme Court. Uh, that that's a video in and of itself. Mm-hmm. 
says we need to be fighting the politicians in D.C. and and uh, not playing political games amongst ourselves. That that's something I think is 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 really important. Is that look, I'm friends with Hickok 45. <clears throat> I'm friends with Colian Noir. I'm friends with a lot of people that get a lot of flack because either they still support the NRA, like um, Such. Um, you know, I'm still friends with him. Mm-hmm. Look, we can we can disagree. We don't all have to toe the exact same line. All yeah. these guys are very pro Second Amendment. Just because they support the NRA doesn't make them the enemy. Mm-hmm. I, I I I'm an NRA member. If being an NRA member makes it you the enemy, then I'm the enemy. Yeah. It's just that we have different views, and some of them may not want to accept the corruption that we were talking about. Now it's kind of hard for them to, to deny it, but still, it doesn't mean they don't want to support the NRA and fix the NRA. So. I think we should worry less about like trying to tear each other down because we don't have the exact same ideals as, as the YouTuber next to us. Mm-hmm. I think we need to focus our attention on these politicians because if we're constantly bickering amongst ourselves and we don't show solidarity, we're going to lose the fight. And so um, I'm not going to turn my back on my fellow YouTubers unless they come right out and say they're anti-gun. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm going to try to change their minds. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. If, if, a friend at the shooting range, you know, doesn't, you know, think machine guns should be legal. You don't just say, screw you. I'm never yeah. talking to You're you. You're an idiot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you let them shoot a machine gun, right? And, yeah. and say, hey, you know, you try to convince them. If we if we alienate everybody that doesn't think exactly like we do, we're going to get nowhere fast. Yeah, that's not freedom. That's not freedom. Um yeah. You know, obviously, where a lot of us are men, there are women involved in this, too. You know, a lot of us tend to be either, you know, like actual alphas or variants thereof. So, yeah, we're not we're not always going to agree on things, but we do. We should be civil as possible to each other. I think that's just absolutely. Yeah, that's just, uh, you know, that's just common decency. Yeah. So here's one. Tim, why don't you why do you dislike the unnamed firearms manufacturer? I believe they're talking about Springfield Armory because (laughs) Springfield Armory. Uh, tried to pull a fast one on Illinois gun owners and FFLs, and they used their lobbyist to make a deal that basically would have screwed over gun owners and small FFLs to their benefit. And they got caught red-handed by TTAG and their investigative reporting. And they had to um, uh, the Reeve family. I forget the name of uh, the gentleman the, that the, was the lobbyist. Yeah, the head Reeves. Um, oh, okay. You know, he made a video and talked about how he's been building guns ever since he was a kid and his dad shop and all this stuff, trying to say he's sorry. Uh, the reason I got mad at them is because they basically were trading the rights of Illinois citizens in exchange to protect their own profits. And that really angered me. Yeah. So no backdoor. No backdoor. I mean, they make great 1911s. I love yeah. their 1911s. I just mad at the company. Yeah. No backroom deals. That's one of the reasons that we're mad with the NRA. Uh, no backroom deals. Let me just, this is like a little probably um, off topic comment, but I'm going to make it anyway. Um, Sick and Insane says, hey, Hank, when's your escape from Tarkov stream with Devil Dog? Um, shout out to Devil Dog. I, I, you probably don't know who that is, Mac. But no. uh, he's big on Twitch, which I hear that you're on, you're on Twitch now. I'm following you on Twitch, by the way. Yeah, man. I'm going to start I, with the new software. I can stream to Twitch. Yeah. Uh, but Yeah. Yeah. So Devil Dog is really big on there. I think he's got like 400,000 uh, people following him oh, awesome. on Twitch. Yeah. yeah and he was I'm a Marine. Gamer. He was a Marine like uh, like you, just a little, little younger. Still is. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is. is a Marine. Yeah. He may not wear bad. the uniform anymore, but, you, you know, once a Marine, yeah. always a Marine. It's, yeah. Uh, he's a, a good guy. Earn and you get to keep. Yeah. He's, so, uh, a, he's a good guy. I need to put you guys together somehow. Glock Shooter, I, I missed your, your question, brother. I'm sorry that the chat's 
the yeah. streaming by, man. I didn't purposely blow you off, brother. Yeah. By the way, I got two thumbs downs. Thank you very much. I got seven, man. <laughs> I want so, more thumbs downs than Mac, please. What? What? Do you have something that's new and exciting to you? So I want to talk about something that that totally took me off okay. guard. I didn't yeah. think I was going to like to be quite honest with you. Okay, um, let's see it. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that the weapon's empty here. That's another thing. People get on to me in the comment section like, quit calling that a weapon. You're just giving the anti-gunners <laughs> something to cling on to. It's like. Uh, it yeah, okay. is a weapon. So, I mean, I was trained to call it a weapon <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, not a gun. A gun is, you know, like, uh, something that you, you fire Volkswagen bugs at other naval ships with. Oh, uh, I, but anyway, see. So I see. I get it. I see where you're one going of, one with of the, that. One of the weapons that, that, uh, just came out, I really didn't think I'd care much for was the Rex Delta. Mm. Okay. And uh, when I saw pictures of this little guy, it looked ginormous because there's nothing really to reference it to. It just it just looks big. Look how thick that trigger is and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I uh, and I thought uh, I thought man, great they're getting in the striker fired game and this thing's yeah. going to be goofy. It looks like the Maxim it's Nine without the suppressor. That trigger, you know, that, that's on the Maxim Nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. It looks yeah. it does look like a Maxim Nine, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this little guy really surprised Serations. me. So I hated the backstrap it came with. They put a different backstrap on it because it comes with other ones, mm -hmm. and I just love the way this little gun shoots. It's a little lightweight. I mean, it's stupid lightweight, like twenty two ounces, and it's a very small handgun. Holds fifteen rounds, and I was really surprised by it. We got it into Copper Custom. No, they didn't send it to me for T and E, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and I, I really kind of like it for the price point. It's it's really nice. And then the guys over at A&R Design made a holster for it. I mean, they make holsters for everything right out of the gate. So there you go. I don't. So what does this gun? How much does this? What does this Delta cost? Are you gonna make me Google it, man? Because I forget. Oh, okay. It, All right. Yeah. Hold. No worries. Yeah, I know you. I can't had to take my nighttime match just a yeah. second ago. I'll give a quick shout out while you're doing I that. I think it's like three fifty. I want to say it's like three hundred fifty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Go ahead. Uh, shout yeah. out to Greg Pruitt. Um, uh, Second Amendment. He's a Second Amendment ad advocate out there. I think in uh, Ohio. He says, uh, "I've got. I'm watching. Got a new channel um, to uh, to teach more activists on uh, other freedom issues. Uh, title of Liberty Enterprises. So he just wanted a shout out for that. So there you go. Um, shout out to Gun Doctor TV. I see as well here. We got a whole bunch of people in here. Um, I've got four thumbs downs and Mac has seven. So everyone out I there, I got eight now. Oh, you I got, got eight. Okay, please give me as many. I need to beat Mac in thumbs downs. We're gonna have. <laughs> here's, here's what's funny is like the guys that like I have people that subscribe to me mm -hmm. just so the second my video releases they can they can dislike yes. the video. What they don't understand is it still pushes me up in the rankings. Yeah, still. So good. <laughs> I don't care if they dislike it or yeah, or, still or what. It, they're still helping yeah. me. They do more damage by not doing anything. Yeah, but this is but. just an exercise. It's like the fidget spinner, or it's like you know when you're at the crosswalk and you think that little button on uh, on on the side of that you know so that you can cross. You think that that button, if you push it, is actually affecting the traffic lights? It's not. So, um, but I just want to beat you in thumbs down. So please, uh, I think I need like twenty thumbs downs. Mac, what did you say? You're at eight, nine. Somehow? I'm up to eleven now. You're, oh man, come on, guys. I, I'm gonna Get win. Give me the dude. program here. I'm, I'm only at four. I'm only at four thumbs downs. Please, <laughs> I I need like an extra twenty thumbs downs so that we could do this. Uh, shout out to everyone. If you have any questions for Mac, I don't know how. Okay, I'm at seven. I'm at seven. Come on, man. I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding steady at eleven. You're at eleven. Okay, you guys could do better. Don't don't let me go down like this. Yeah. Okay, I'm at oh, eight. There's an Ingo shoot next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of lost touch with the Ingo guys when uh, when Mike sold the company mm -hmm. and the board. Um, the new guys kind of like kicked me out of my little special area and stuff. And oh. it's kind of, I don't, I don't hang out much on the discussion forums anymore. Cause mm -hmm. 
Ingo is not bad. I got along great with the guys on Ingo. It's just, I don't have time anymore. And then the big boards like AR15.com and stuff. It's just, I get trolled so much over there. It's just that. And I, they finally banned me because I supported the GOA and not the NRA. And, uh, and yeah. Beekeeper banned me because I was talking badly about the NRA on the AR15.com. Oh, man, the forums. God forbid. Yeah, by the way, by the way, I'm at uh, 21, so I hope I'm beating you now. What's your number? He's, he's I'm at 32. Oh, dude. So. Jeez. <laughs> okay, let me do a quick okay, military sh- arms. <laughs> this is, this is a, a, a super chat from, uh, from Glockshooter79, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I missed it the first time. If you want, ever want to do a video with, with a small channel, let me know. I'm a big AK and Milserp guy. Could bring a couple uh, Patreon uh, or pre-banned Chinese AKs uh, in Michigan, not too far away. Uh, absolutely, guys. Or um, yeah, uh, reach out to me through Copper. Uh, just give a, a phone call and then ask for Jason, the camera guy, and we'll absolutely set something up. You're in Michigan. Uh, we have a lot of family up there, and I'd love to have you down. And I'd love promoting smaller channels to try to get you guys out there because I wish. All gun channels had at least a half a million subscribers mm-hmm. because the more gun channels out there with that with with larger followings means we're going to be a whole lot harder to uh, deplatform. Yeah, yeah. By the way, um, uh, you know, I try to do the same thing here for people. If you want to come on the podcast or something like that, get in touch with us. We'll figure out how to get people on the podcast. Uh, and the same thing. I'm usually open to people coming and shoot it with me. Sometimes it goes bad um, in terms of you know. I, I try to help people, but sometimes it doesn't go so well. But that that, that should never stop you from trying to help folks out. Uh, Brian Quick gave us a couple of bucks. He says, ask, uh, how's Tim liking his G43X? That's his question. I love that thing. And uh, I, went, I was, I was uh, coming back from Eric's place, and there's always this little gun shop down in Lafayette, Indiana. We stopped back called Four Guns. And I asked him, I said, hey, guys, you know, we at Copper can't get any extra 10-round magazines can you guys get me some? And they said, yeah, we'll try to get some for you. Well, when I came back through, they were holding on to some for me. Mm. And, um, and so I actually got some extra magazines so I can start practicing with the thing. Cause I yeah. hate not having spare magazines at 10 rounds. Yeah. And, uh, and so now I have like five or six magazines. I love the G 43 X. I made fun of it at first in the pictures. I'm like, gee, Glock. Great. You know, you extended the grip and made it less concealable. Awesome yeah. job. But man, they made it more ergonomic. It fits my hand, and it's it's just the right sized gun. Eleven rounds with one in the pipe. And then there's this company that claims that they got a magazine modification that they haven't really shared with the world. They're just throwing out a few videos here and there that will take uh, the Glock 43X's standard grip, mm-hmm. and they have a magazine for it. They'll let it hold 15 rounds. Really? So they're using a flat spring or something in there. But hmm. they said that they're not going to send them out to any YouTubers for T&E. And I said, I don't want freebies. I'll buy five of them hmm. from you to test. But I've not gotten a response from them. Oh, so, okay. If anyone knows I, anyone man, there. If there's a 15-round magazine that works, because the Mag Guts magazines have been garbage in my experience. If they, if they have one that works, count me in. I'll carry the darn thing. 15 rounds and that little thing shoots awesome, too. Yeah, we have to get rid of the Glock 43 then. I've got the 43. Uh, which I the guess, 43X is infinitely better. It's infinitely I think. better. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Screaming Soul, Skull Saloon gave us a dollar just to shout him out. Okay. So thanks there. We should probably wrap this up. Um, so yeah. if anyone has any final things, Mac, did you have a, a, a gun that you wanted to show? I can't. Uh, I can't be on did with I? you without having like some kind of bullpup. So. Oh, ooh, the FS2000. Yeah. Man, I love the FS2000. FS2000. That's Uh, one gun I I miss from import. Yeah, I added this to my collection, uh, well, actually about a year ago. I've never never shot this one, but people, like my friends come over and borrow it to shoot it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I love the thing. I have the one with the, the integrated one and a half power optic. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then I have the, the tactical like you have there. So yeah. everybody, everybody saw my video, I hope, on the, um, on the Aimpoint Acro. And I, mm -hmm. and I said it's the, the wave of the, you know, of the future. And, you know, all we really need to do now is miniaturize it. And I'm going to go ahead and show that the weapon's empty. Uh, this is a little Glock 19. It's, it's empty. All right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, pull the trigger. No bang. But look at the red dot sight on there, Hank. Okay, I'm waiting for it to. You've got that uh, auto that focus thing on, so I'm waiting for it to adjust focus. Really? Because it's yeah, crystal it's, clear on my end. Oh, really? That's okay, there a, we go. It's a mm -hmm. it's a doctor sight. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's completely contained, like the Acro. Yeah, very low but profile. It's tiny, and it's made for the Glock MOS, so it just sets. It doesn't require oh, nice. an adapter. And we're going to be talking about this soon. I already screwed this one up. The, the, what I'm going to say is the, the, the windage elevation or windage adjustment screws are wonky and not hard enough. I'll point that out in the video. Uh, I broke this one. I'm waiting for a replacement. But uh, other than that, if this thing holds up and Aimpoint or Trijicon can make a site like this, there is the future. You're looking at it. Yeah, for so red dot what, sites what is this cost? What's the price point on that? Uh, Optics Planet sent it over to me because I found it on their website. Mm -hmm. And I want to say it's like 413 bucks. Uh, and I promptly broke it, so okay. I couldn't zero it because I. The, the, it's it's weird. The the rear sight adjusts like an FAL, and had I read the instructions, I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have broken it. But okay, so uh, you broke it adjusting it. You didn't break it using it, right? Uh, I I was using it, and I was oh. trying to adjust the sights, and I was being a, oh. a dumb ape with tools, and oh. I totally broke it. But the screws strip out way too easy on the thing. I I wasn't okay. like cranking on it. I just snugging them, and then it just. So okay. Right. Okay. But you like the low pro profileness of it and so you're you're a red dot guy now when it comes to to guns is that what's going on? Yeah, you know what? I I kind of said a few times that red dot sights on rifles totally changed the way we use rifles, mm -hmm. right? So if you're not using a red dot, you're using some sort of a magnification optic, I think, you know, mm -hmm. one to four power, one to six, one to eights, they're just too big and clunky. Mm -hmm. If I put a red dot sight on a rifle, I've demonstrated in video, I was using the X95, which everybody derided as being inaccurate. And I sat an Ipsic kill zone steel target at 200 yards away. And I sat there cross-legged, fired 30 rounds with a red dot sight and hit 30 shots for 30 shots fired. And I'm like, how much accuracy do you need? So with a red dot sight, I can hit targets uh, from 100 yards to 300 yards center of mass uh, just by holding over a little bit at 300 and dead holding at 100. And what else do I need? I'm not really going to – Yeah, I, I can't it, – it It's always what distance are you fighting in. Fire 500 yards. Yeah, so exactly. Are, yeah. So I think they, red dots revolutionized how we use rifles for defense, and I think red dots on handguns are going to do the same thing. It's going to – I mean iron sights – are eventually going to be backups, but I know guys now that build, uh, you know, primary defensive rifles, and they don't even bother putting iron sights on them because you get sights like aim points. You're more more likely to be struck by lightning twice than having an aim point fail. So there's some guys that I see now. I personally want iron sights, yeah. and you know, I'm an old guy, but there 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 are some folks out there that don't want the way the the iron sights, and you'll notice the they're getting more and more minimalistic. Um, because they're truly becoming backup sites in, in case the red dot fails. Yeah, I like on the X95 and the Tavor how it just folds down. Um, yeah, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, that would be cool. Yep. Okay, so Jack Lee gave me five bucks. He says, uh, how can you operate or charge the gun off that tiny sight? Did you test that, Mac? 
I'm sorry, what was the, the operator? How can you operator charge it? I guess that's when you do it off your belt, your your belt, oh, yeah. or you, off your you pants. Can, you can do it. There's, there, it's it's got a right angle to it, man. There's there's plenty of meat there to to yeah. jack it. Yeah. So um, yeah. there's there's one other thing that I'll I'll show you. It's called a sea all site, and I've had a lot of questions about it, so I had to go get one off Amazon. It was like hundred bucks, but um, and that's bigger. This is a very weird optic. Yes, the weapon is safe. Uh, you guys can see that it's safe. I'm gonna go ahead and. Dry fire it there. So now that's that's down. that's a whole lot you bigger. You might be able to see it working there. Yeah, These have been out for a while. These have been out for a while, right? Or did this just? Yeah, they've out? been out for a little while. Um, oh. But I mean, look at that. That that's just open to debris and gunk. If you drop this thing yeah. on the ground and pick it up, there's a good chance you're not going to be able to see through it anymore. Uh, maybe for competition shooting or something. So I'm going to add this into a video because I had so many questions about it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's anything practical for. Uh, it's very easy to install. It just dovetails right in there, and you tighten it down with the screw. But um, yeah. I don't think it's very practical. Yeah, and here's a, here's a question from Lola. Lola wants to know if you've got any news on the Hudson H9. Um, uh, you know, obviously that's that whole thing kind of blew up. Um, Last I heard, they uh, they're they're out of business. I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. what's happening there. It's unfortunate. I hate seeing a small company fail. But I mean. You know, the gun was expensive. Its recoil system was just different. It really didn't bring anything to market in terms of improvements. Mm -hmm. And all it did was limit your accessories. You know, if you're going to put a light on it, it's going to be kind of awkward. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but, it's too bad. It's know. too bad to see that. Um, you know, and I know that there's lots of people that... 300 yards with a red dot on a rifle, not a pistol, man. <laughs> Somebody said 300 yards yeah. with a red dot, show me. I, yeah. I, I will show you with a rifle. It's really easy. Yeah, <laughs> Handgun, done. not so much. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> it's um, not Jerry Mitchell. <laughs> uh, the juice says, hashtag plenty of meat to jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says I tried to jack the barrel on a Barrett and it didn't work so well for me. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that has a that's a double entendre right there. That's a double entendre. Um, yeah, it's too bad to see that. And I know there were some guys. There were lots of pe so everyone who sent in guns to Hudson to get them fixed. Those guns went into limbo. So those guns yeah, got I guess broken. They're not getting their stuff back. No, they're not. Uh, one, they're they're in one pieces. One guy said Hudson Nine went to hell because of bad QC. The one I got has none of the upgrades, and mine runs okay, but I'm afraid to shoot it because it's going to be a collector's item now, yeah. unfortunately. And yeah, yeah. And, so. and you can still get them out there. I think there's people selling oh, yeah. them for like around 800. Um, and then I think uh, KE Arms. This is what I've heard. KE Arms was making manufacturing some of these parts for them, so they got mm -hmm. stuck. They never got paid for those parts, so they have them. But I think they want to sell them in bulk to someone. So who knows what's going to come out of that? I say if yours yeah. is working good, like Matt just said, uh, if you enjoyed shooting it, good for you. But you know, maybe you just sit on it and see what happens because it's definitely going to become uh, a collector's thing. But you know, I, you I hate to, where to go, man. Yeah. I, 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 the comments coming in. I mean, I, we can get off here if you want to, Hank. But yeah. there's some really cool comments. Yeah, here. go ahead. Uh, one guy says he'd give a kidney to, for the Lago Arms Alien. So, uh, <laughs> funny story, I was at Iwa in Germany, mm -hmm. and I, I wrote the gun off. I mean, it's like a $6,000 handgun. Like, mm -hmm. who, who who's that? But uh, that's for the first run. They're going to try to mass produce them and bring the price down. Um, and, and that I understand. Uh, but I was blown away by the design. It's truly innovative. Truly, truly innovative. Uh, $6,000 innovative? Not for me. Okay. You know, if I could get one for $1,500... I'd bite the bullet. Okay. Um, okay. But the, but the thing is, oh my gosh, man, it is so well thought out. So I'm sitting there at the booth at Iwa in Germany, you know, talking to them about the alien pistol, and it it dawns on me. Um, they 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 pronounce it John, but it's spelled Jan. Jan Largo. Mm -hmm. John Largo uh, was there, mm -hmm. and or Lago, 
And if you remember the first CZ Scorpions, because I have one of the early ones, it says, you know, designed by Lago Arms. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's the designer of the CZ Scorpion Evo. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he wanted to take a picture of me because he was like a big fan of, you know, the channel. And I said, dude, I want to take a picture with you because I love the Scorpion, you know? So I was blown away. So he's involved with the alien pistol design. And now it makes a lot more sense to me Hmm. because the gun is truly unorthodox, does things completely differently than anything that's been, I've seen on the commercial market in my lifetime. And uh, hopefully they can get that price down because yeah, yeah, (laughs) I, I, I would, I would, Give up a kidney. Maybe I shouldn't at my age, but I would one of <laughs> yeah. those. You know, uh, now you're just skipping over the part that you went to the basically the shot show of Germany. Uh, yeah. How about you have a contest to take uh, someone out there who's on YouTube that has a mohawk? <laughs> I would love to. So, so Copper had to pay for that one. Um, going to Europe is not inexpensive. Yeah, I know, I know. Wow. I mean, yeah. the cheap seats will kill you. Um but, yeah. but we so I'm done with Shot Show in the United States. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason we went to Ewa was because Copper. Uh, it was wasn't a Mac thing, so I didn't go there as media mm-hmm. to shoot video. Yeah, I was gonna it say, was, how many um, people said, "Hey Mac, you can't go to Shot Show, but you can go to the Germany Shot yeah, Show." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we went there for business for Copper. It had nothing to do with the Military Arms Channel, and uh-huh. uh, we're there because Copper is trying to get into the import game. Oh, um, okay. So okay. it's mm-hmm. um, yeah, because retail sales, man, has sucked. For the last few years and mm-hmm. you know evolve or die and i don't want it dying so we're trying right. to uh trying to get into the import side so that's yeah, why it's we not it's not easy it's not easy to do i don't know if people really realize that it's it's not easy to have any brick and mortar business uh and yeah. then much less one that's highly regulated and then hated by you know a bunch of politicians you're not gonna get rich on a gun store most yeah. of the time i mean i've been in like adventure guns down in georgia Mm-hmm. Adventure Outdoors or whatever. I wore the ball cap. Um, we held the Patreon event there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so uh, myself, uh, Skinny Medic, and forgive me if I leave somebody out. Uh, Hickok and, and John came out. Such came out. Um, Guns of Gear couldn't make it. Eric and Brandy, his wife, set the whole thing up. But we had this this uh, this this Patreon event. So we invited all of our patrons to come okay. and have uh, dinner. And this gun store has eighteen thousand guns in stock. Oh wow. And, oh my gosh, it's, uh, I posted a kind of a, a pano of just one section of the store on Instagram. It took three pictures yeah. to show it. Right. Uh, it's just oh, massive. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It is. And, yeah. and they were, uh, they were, you know, fans of the channel, the manager was. And so, um, we're going to be doing an annual event there. So for our Patreons, uh, every year we're going to be, it's in, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, Smyrna or whatever, Smyrna, Smyrna, <laughs> Georgia. Okay. Smyrna. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really cool, but yeah, man, that was. I that heard was, about that. I think I think Brandy was telling so me guys, about that. Yeah, yeah. They, they make money in, in guns. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, it's not an easy it. it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to APC do. APC three hundred video. Um, uh, yeah, I wish I could. Yeah, someone is asking me. I think it's the Tyven Show wants to know if you would Adventure. get. Oh, okay. Tyven Show says, "Will you get a tattoo? Would you for a free gun? Would you get a tattoo if someone was giving you a free gun?" Uh, an alien arms logo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? That's but no it. more than two than two by two. You know, oh. I'm not going to do like all uh, okay. all the way across the shoulders. But do you have you know, any I, tattoos? I do you have any tattoos right now? I don't, and oh, I'm, I'm okay. probably one of the few few guys that uh, that actually served in the Marine Corps and didn't get a tattoo. And it wasn't okay. for lack of trying. I right. went in sloppy drunk uh, to get an EGA, and believe it or not, they told me they wouldn't tattoo me because I was drunk. 
Oh, and okay. So, yeah. and in infantry school in SOI, one of the one of the guys uh, that was in SOI, he got the EGA or he got the the entire EGA on his back, and he just had the outline done. Mm-hmm. And he's in he's in SOI, dude. You know, we're running around with eighty pound packs, mm-hmm. and he's got this brand new tattoo on his back. And talk about yeah. excruciating pain, right? Yeah, I'm sure that tattoo's messed up. He was up. drunk. Oh, okay. He got his. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saved my alcohol in that case. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any tattoos either. Do you have any piercings? No, nope, never did it. Okay, yeah. I See pierced a buddy's ear in high school. He wanted me to do it, so I uh. stuck a pen through his ear. <laughs> okay. When you're yeah. in Kansas, there's not a whole lot of things to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, I know. You're <laughs> and you pierce your buddy's ear with a yeah. needle you held a Bic lighter to, and like, yeah, it's right. paralyzed. Yeah, this is like prison piercings. Prison tattoos as well, but I didn't know how, so yeah. that's probably the reason why we don't have any of those. Yeah. See, you're not that, you're not as sexy as everyone thinks you are, man. You need to get yep. like you need to get what do they call it a tramp stamp? You need a tramp stamp. <laughs> a tramp stamp, yeah. Exit only. And, yeah. You know, right, so yeah. for that alien pistol, for the alien yeah, pistol, right. for anyone. Watch, watch the guys. Watch the watch Largo uh, Lago Arms guys like send me an email like okay man we're paying for the tattoo we're shipping the pistol like no wait a minute yeah, what did I say be careful you're saying it someone will go hmm, I think somebody will hold me yeah up and, to, uh, to and you're saying anything in that uh, two inch square is that what you're saying. No, not, not anything like you know yeah okay. I, there are boundaries the logo like, of a company it's highly offensive oh, okay. it, what about the logo of a company can that go in there? <laughs> let me see would it be would it be worth how about you would it be worth a six thousand dollar gun to get a two by two logo tattooed of a company For me? on your body somewhere no, yeah i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no, no to that no I'm if i could pick no. the location and it's a gun i truly wanted like the alien pistol uh-huh. i would consider it really it, i would uh, i don't know I mean, I don't know. I it, put it, maybe like, a, maybe for a Gatling gun. Maybe for a Gatling gun. Oh, definitely for a Gatling gun. One yeah. of those one of those Colt Gatling guns. Yeah. They're like forty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. I would get the Colt logo tattooed across yeah. my back. Yeah, yeah. For that, it has to be something that I don't think I can convince Lola to buy to, to let me buy. Was what I should say. It's more correct. I have to call. I have to call <laughs> Lola or text her for anything over twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a funny comment. Finally yeah. get a chance to tune in. Immediately, I'm presented with the image of Tim and a tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of trouble I always get you into. Everyone thinks that you're not a you're not funny. You're not a crack up, and people don't realize that you are. Oh so, yeah, they got to come yeah. filming with us because I'm trying to change that that image a little bit. Long story. Uh, so I was traveling down south uh, to to a YouTube event. It might have been Eric shoot and um, Zeke Stout was with us, um, you know, formerly of, of, uh, the podcast, um, um talking, uh, lead, talking lead, he did master of arms there for a yeah, while in discovery. TV show. Uh-huh. Yep. And, uh, so we were all eating at McDonald's, like 10 outdoors, nine, me, him, 22 plankster and, and some other folks. And, and everybody got up cause we were like, you know, kind of doing a little caravan down to wherever it was we were going. And we stopped at the same restaurant to eat together and, and we all had to go into the pisser at the same time. And so there I'm standing there at the urinal and I'm looking down the line at urinals. It's like, here's all these YouTube guys stand all standing side by side, all taking a leak into a mm-hmm. urinal picture. I couldn't resist that picture. Right. <laughs> so I snapped that picture and posted it to Instagram and Zeke looks at me and goes, you're not going to post that. Are you? I said, already did. Uh-huh. He's like, you're nothing like what I imagined. You, you're so <laughs> serious and straight laced. I mean, I had no idea. I had that kind of sense of humor. I'm like, dude, hang out with me for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like I know we've done videos and people are like, why, why is Mac like laughing? They think I'm some kind of bad influence. I'm like, no, you, he's the bad influence. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, I am. Yeah. Dude, I, and that's the other thing is I, in real life, I cuss. I, I, mm-hmm. I do. I keep it clean on the channel because I want it to be a family channel. Mm-hmm. But if, 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 if you meet me in real life, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit different. Drink I like them. to have a sure. good time. I don't drink anymore. So, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron, um, one of the cameramen, um, for, that used to help out in the beginning, uh, you know, he calls it fun, Tim. And mm-hmm. so 10 years ago when my first son was born, I swore off drinking and ne- haven't touched the stuff since. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Aaron always comes over and says, man, can fun Tim come out this weekend? I'm really <laughs> bored. It's like, yeah. no, fun Tim's dead, buried and uh, gone. Oh, okay. Never, never to reemerge. So this Tim version that messes with everyone is, is the sober Tim. Yeah. If we get, get fun Tim. Dinner, I'll tell you some stories of things yeah. that we've done for fun and you'll be like, what? For real? <laughs> uh, yeah. I believe it. Marine, uh, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I already I'll tell know. you what. Have you met John Lovell, uh, warrior uh, poet? I don't think so. No. If we get a chance to shake his hand, and say hi to the guy. What, mm. what a great dude. I got to hang out with him down at Eric's and, uh, mm. he was the guy that, uh, immediately like patched my finger up. And it was kind of funny because as soon as I dropped the bar- barrel on my finger, I mean, that's, you know, when I started like mm-hmm. thinking of every cuss word I could think of, mm-hmm. I was mad because I felt like I just destroyed the entire week. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I came down there to film, spent all that time and money to get there. And now I've, you know, ripped the end of my finger off. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was angry that I had screwed up my week. And, um, which he thought to be funny. He said in a post on Instagram, he was, he was looking for a tear to be shed and all he saw was rage. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I was, I was mad. He, he, he calmed me down and he's like, dude, we got to get some gauze on that. And he wrapped my finger in gauze and mm-hmm. you know, I'm kicking trees and throwing things like, damn it. I can't believe I screwed up this whole week. You know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and him and Eric sat with me. I mean, I, it happened like right at five o'clock. And by the time I got in jacking with, with all the hospitals and stuff, man, it, it was after nine o'clock and I completely lost track of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that video's up if you want to find out how I destroyed the end of my finger. But it's yeah. all fixed. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad that it's. So it's gonna be. You're gonna get full use out of the finger, right? Oh it's, yeah, man. Yeah. It's. I mean, I the the nerves are actually dead mm-hmm. here. Like I don't feel anything. Okay. Um, I'm flicking the actual wound that's ten days old. I I I must have ripped the nerve or something there. Mm-hmm. But that's a good thing, you know. The only reason I can carry appendix is I had a, and this is too much information probably, but I had um, a hernia repair done on my right side and they clipped the nerve when they put the wire mesh in there so it doesn't bother you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can get away with carrying appendix because what used to like poke and prod me, it, it's just dead. There's no feeling there whatsoever. So I can carry like a 500 Smith & Wesson appendix and oh, okay. doesn't uh, doesn't yeah. doesn't phase so me. now you got more. De- I was thinking something else, which I'm not going to say. I'm not going to let. Yeah, the, let's not go there. I'm not going to let the podcast. <laughs> those are on both channels, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let the podcast evolve. Lola's going to get really mad. She's gonna be like, OK, you get Mac to come on and then you go to your, you know, your your potty humor immediately. So did you have any more comments that you wanted to read? Um, no, nah, man. I mean, just folks are, are uh, yeah. some folks talking about some of the stuff that we're, we're talking about. Yeah. Um, you never did. Oh, Yo, you showed your FS 2000. Yeah. I yep. showed, that's the only thing that I have. I, br- I bring everything, uh, in here with me. I could show some other stuff, by the way, like another thing that sponsors me, Fort Scott Munitions. Yeah. Show a sponsor, right man. Yeah. Um, Fort Scott Munitions. Yeah. Have you heard of these guys? Absolutely. I have. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good guys out in Kansas. Um, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Fort Scott, Fort Scott, I need Kansas. To talk well, yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can, uh, I can put you in touch with them, but they they make really good stuff, 
and uh, they, they, they send yeah. me ammo, which is a huge deal. Um, oh, that's massive for me as a gun guy. Uh, you know, whatever they make, they they send to me, and that you know that helps me save a little bit of money. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely, it does. So, yeah. uh, I'm a brand ambassador for Federal. I chased them around forever because yeah. as a kid, I've mm-hmm. I've shot American Eagle ever since I was in high school, and uh, I chased them around forever. Uh, they don't send me money, but they send me ammo, mm-hmm. and um, I, I love working with them. A, a great bunch of guys. They've taken me on some hunts, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I I chose them because I use their ammo, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, it's it's been good. Yeah, I finally uh, finally got to uh, break in through that door. And yeah, it's a big they're, deal. They're it's a big deal. Out. I don't know. I if can you... still talk about other brands and use other brands. They're, oh, cool. they're, there's no contract or anything. So yeah, absolutely. So Fort Scott make they make six five, and I think the code is Hank ten that gets you ten percent off from Fort Scott. They make six five nine millimeter two two three three hundred blackout. They do uh, subsonic. All kinds of stuff. They have 357. Shout out to those guys. Let me see uh, what do you do. You want to do like a pocket dump? See what you're carrying. I mean, sure, man. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a good way to like surprise people. Like when you yeah. get them on the show, like what are they carrying? So yeah. let me reach in my pocket. I get my flashlight out. Yeah. So other than the gun, like I've I've got like my uh, that's my Glock 43 that I have. Glock 43, huh? And a Harry's holster. So shout out to Harry's holster. So Glock 43 is what I have. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Here's my knife. Everyone should have a knife. This is actually from Topps Knives. It's the Mill Spy or Mill Spee. Dude, that looks just like a ZT. Yeah, very good. A very good. Very light. Yeah, very light from uh, Topps Knives. I don't know if you're aware of those guys. They make uh, good quality stuff, man. Um, I'm gonna have to check them out. But that yeah. looks like a, a ZT350, and um, yeah. I thought the ZT was gonna cancel that oh. knife, and that would be a travesty because it's such a great blade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm but getting. That has exact same blade profile. That's not, that. You know, if it's a quality of a ZT, that's an outstanding. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's a. It's pretty good quality. Very sharp. Uh, I'm getting deeper and deeper into knives, man. As uh, as time goes on here, and you uh, and me both. Yeah, I'm trying to get these guys to come um, on the show. I have had. Uh, let me see. Who was it? I had on the show. I had uh, Microtech on the show, actually. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so those guys are. They don't cool. talk to me. No, <laughs> and I, I I've bought probably five of their knives, and they they don't they don't talk to me. Oh, okay, all right. Let's see what else I got here. Uh, I got a flash. Now I believe in having flashlights, so now I know because I'm one of your patrons. This is an O light. I don't know. I know sometimes I hear that O O light harasses you. <laughs> so that patron event that we had at Adventure Outdoors down in uh-huh. Georgia. Uh huh. What I was told by Mr. Guns and Gear, uh, Mavis. I hope I'm not pronoun- mispronouncing her name. Mm-hmm came from Olight, came to our event to apologize to me in person Mm. for harassing me, trying to get me to do videos on their products. Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad because she was so sincere and so kind. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway. Oh, that's good. That's good. They're they're nice folks. I accepted the apology. You're not going to hear me rip on Olight. I publicly shamed them because they would not stop sending me emails trying to get me to do videos on the products. And I, I, I politely declined over and over and over again. And a different person would contact me a week later. And then they, they started posting on my Instagram posts. Oh, like, wow. hey, we'd really like to send you some stuff. You know, tell us what you want and we'll yeah. get it to you. Yeah. And I finally just screenshot it, posted it and said, this type of harassment needs to stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, and I think they're overzealous. The owner, she yeah. felt compelled to come out and um, apologize and profusely and I um, 
I accepted. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that they do. They do a lot of good stuff. Um, I know I went to a thing where Such was talking about how uh, they helped out a friend of his, the family uh, that died and all that kind of stuff, and donated. Uh, like he, you know, Such they they were selling a bunch of flashlights and all that money went to the family. So that kind of stuff is good. This is a H1R Nova for anyone who's interested. And it's an angle head. Yeah, I like it because of that angle head. So I could put on my shirt like that and turn it on, mm-hmm. and then I could be hands free. I live in the country, and when I get home, there's I have literally a streamlight angle head. We yeah. call them moon beans in the core. We had green ones that are a lot bigger and like 50 lumens, if that much, probably yeah. 40. Yeah. So, and I think, let me see, that's it. I have my uh, backup magazine on me. So there you go. I got a backup magazine for the. For that's the, where I'm lacking. I always, I never carry backup, and I should. I know yeah. I should. Yeah. So, so what do you got? I'm carrying a Streamlight. Very nice. Very nice. I like the color. Flat, darker. Yeah. And it's, it's a really good programmable light. I've It's like my go-to. If I lose it, uh, it only cost me like 40 bucks. Yeah. We got a great store right here in town called the Flashlight Outlet. And yeah. I like Streamlight, man. Look, I've got a key. Look at this. This is a key oh, uh, Streamlight cool. right here. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so you can put it and it charges up through USB. I like Streamlight stuff. They do good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Steyr M9 better than the Glock? No <laughs> way in my experience. Get a Glock. Uh, so the pocket knife, I, I've been really fond of these. They're, oh, they're that's like cool. bucks, but it's a Kershaw. Kershaw Launch 6. Oh, nice. And I have it in green. This one's gray, flat, dark earth. There's something on it, some gunk. I use it as a box opener. I'm, any, I'm not a knife fighter, and if I'm using a knife for self-defense, something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah, I like that. Uh, is that lightweight? Oh, yeah. It's super lightweight. It's yeah, very that looks aluminum. good, man. I like that uh, urban gray, you know? Yep. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, Blade HQ is where I got it, and you get them on sale called the Launch 6. And do you guys in the store in Copper Custom, do you carry um, any knives in we there? don't, and I, oh. I talked to my business partner about it. I'd like to carry a couple of select brands, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hard enough trying to inventory firearms given the size of our store, and so it's a whole different market. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not an expert on knives. I mean, I know what I like in a knife and I know the materials and the function. I know what I like in terms of feel and, you know, size and and actions and, you know, that stuff. I know what I like in a knife, but I'm by no means an expert. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. same here, same here. I'm not an expert of anything. (laughs) A&R Design Holster, that's their logo. If you can see it, Uh, the A&R guys are, are... um, really, really good. It seems like uh, they, they build a holster the way I like it. So I carry appendix. I like straight up and down. This clip, single clip, pops over a belt. This little device here pushes the butt of the gun into your mm-hmm. stomach so it doesn't print underneath the T-shirt, which is all I'm wearing today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm carrying the LTT Beretta. And this this really surprised a lot of folks. This is a hot weapon, so I'm going to be careful with it. Mm-hmm. But it's the uh, LTT, and it's just their basic model, which is the same price as a an M9A3, but it's very, very smoothed out. Such an amazing smooth shooter. It's heavier than the CZ that I'm used to carrying, but it makes up for it in in the way that it shoots. It's just so silky smooth, man. Mm. They've they've got that recoil spring weighted perfectly, where the gun just doesn't feel like the slide bottoms out when it comes back. It just feels it. It's just the smoothest shooting handgun. It totally won me over okay. uh, when I when I did my video with it, and uh, yeah, it made me put the the PO1. I remember that journey you went on to get away from uh, from to move away from Glocks, like carrying Glocks. Was, yeah. So yeah. My, my biggest complaint with Glock for the longest time uh, was was the fact that this uh, see the trigger guard. Look how tiny that trigger is. 
Mm-hmm. And that's my big finger, right? Now imagine that finger with a glove on it. Mm-hmm. It's not going in there. And I discovered this for years after carrying a Glock 19. Uh, I don't typically wear gloves, but sometimes you get like this winter literally got 20 below and that's before the wind chill. With wind chill, it was over 60 below. And I wore gloves, right? And mm-hmm. this is this happened before this bitterly cold last winter. And um, and I was we're finished up filming. I pulled my Glock out to do some practice as I typically do. And I had a glove on and, I, and it was a thin glove. It was outdoor research, very thin glove, but I couldn't get my finger in the trigger guard without starting to press that trigger. And I was like, how in the world did I not know this already? And it made me start looking for different guns. That I was going from the three o'clock outside the waistband carry to appendix. And I was really, you know, fast out of the holster, slow back in and looking. And uh, because with a striker, you, you, you can make a mistake very easily. And so I started looking at double action pistols. So if you take a look at the Beretta, you'll notice it has a much larger trigger hole there and a gloved hand. And the CZ is true as well. It does the same thing. Uh, the CZ and, and the, the Beretta, or most double actions, have very large trigger guards, so I can wear a full-size, you know, bitterly cold, super thick glove, and uh, I can still get my finger on the trigger. So those two factors, um, carrying appendix and wanting double action, so when I reholster, I can put my thumb on the hammer, and when I push it in, if I feel that hammer move, I stop pushing because I know something's in the trigger guard, mm-hmm. and um, I can get a gloved hand. You know, I can use it with a gloved hand. So those are the two things that pushed me away from Glock. But yeah. Glocks are amazing defensive tools. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I know there's some people talking about the blur that's going up uh, around you. Um, I don't know if you turn that on on your side. They're saying it's only on my side, but I don't see where I put it on. So like I we don't like, see it on my side, and yeah. it says... Like we said earlier, we're testing this out, so I'm not exactly sure why that blur is... It looks like it's a blur that's just masking out everything around your face. So we, that's weird. Yeah. So when I, you bring I, up the gun, it's not working so much. But like right now, it's just blurring. It, you, everyone can see you clearly, but everything around you, outside of your silhouette, is blurred. Um, so like I see a check mark here. It says blur background, but it's not checked. It's a yeah, empty box. Yeah. So I'm not sure. That probably has something to do with the fact, like you know, there's little glitches and stuff like that going on here that we'll figure out. We just jumped on to do all of this, so. Yeah, I can't even check that box. Yeah, so, and, there, and there definitely isn't one here. I don't even see it here because it's not a thing that I would usually have access to on my side. You know, huh. it would be something that you would have access to. <laughs> it says yeah. no blur from Mac Viewer, so so uh, tactical yeah. review. Yeah, so maybe it's, it. maybe it's on my scrolling side. Scrolling by so fast. I can't even get the, it, the comments. Scroll by so fast. Tactical review. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go, brother. There's a bunch of, so, there's a bunch says, of people no, out there. No, no blur from Mac viewer so yeah hmm. yeah we'll figure we'll figure that all out the next time that we do this um i mean we should probably start wrapping it up um okay it's going on two hours yeah so (laughs) time flies yeah and i know we were thinking about maybe doing this more often you know doing something where we get together um either like i come over on your channel and do it or you come over here or we we maybe do this thing again where we're simultaneously this is something we stumbled into this evening, and I'm going to go back and watch it after it posts and processes. Mm-hmm. But this kind of opens up a whole new way to do things, man. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of, like I said, you picking a night for me to be on your show and then me picking a night for you to be on mine. I yeah. mean, we just man, jump we on in one this. night. <laughs> so what, what I was thinking about doing, if, if, you, if you follow the Military Arms channel, uh, I used to do segments called State of the Second. And, uh, and, and it was basically centered around politics, but I can expand you know, what it covers, 
but uh, but I was thinking about bringing that back, but as a live broadcast versus a recorded and edited video to basically do you know a discussion of events that affect the Second Amendment or new products that are on the market, defensive products, whatever, and make it a live conversation versus again that edited thing. And, and maybe this is how we do it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I we can have a discussion offline and see how that plays out, and yeah, we'll read the comments and see what folks have to say. Yeah, and maybe we'll inc- like if if it, if we do that, we might include some other people, like maybe get one or two other people in. We'll see. It, it definitely all depends on how it works out. But either way, I would like to to do some stuff with you moving forward. Michael Malone says, uh, "I may have missed it, but did you uh, or Matt cover the new laws in Switzerland? Uh, plus, have you oh, guys yeah. heard so anything I, I, about I the that. taps thing?" I'm not sure. Yeah, man. So that was really, really weird. Uh, you know, so I was in Switzerland a little over a year ago, and uh, and and they were t- having that conversation. So they, even though they're not part of the EU, mm-hmm. they still kind of follow some of the edicts that the EU does. Yeah. And uh, they were really concerned gun owners in Switzerland and a very, very, very strong gun culture there, and uh, probably the strongest anywhere else in the world besides the United States. And the gun owners are really, really concerned that the Swiss were going to vote to, you know, adopt these EU edicts that would severely restrict the private ownership of firearms. And it looks like they went down that road, mm-hmm. which really has a bunch of Swiss folks up in arms, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's unnerving. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's been more of a swing in Europe. I know that they just had elections in Brussels for the EU, and it seems like things are starting to swing back towards the middle and not so far left. But I don't know. It certainly wasn't in time to save the Swiss from that. And um, yeah, it's it's bad, man. I mean, it seems like in the United States we have good and bad happening. So uh, Indiana, for example, just just passed a law during NRAM. I think it was actually signed, uh, but they passed a law says, you know, we're not going to go constitutional carry, but basically uh, firearms permits are free. There's no charge. So uh, that's they. We took one step closer to constitutional carry. My home state of Kansas, they're a constitutional carry state now. Uh, I think there's 13 or 14 states, maybe more, that have adopted constitutional carry. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it just means nothing's required to carry a gun concealed or openly. Uh, You being an American citizen is your permit, which is the way it should be Mm -hmm. because the Constitution protects that right. It doesn't give you the right. It protects that right. but yeah, so we have good things like that that happen, but then we have stuff like what just went down in Washington State, what's constantly going down in California, what's constantly going down in New York. Yeah, horrible stuff that happened in Florida. Florida, yeah. all places. Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, unfor- we, we didn't cover the Switzerland thing, um, you know, and we, we're going to talk about all these things uh, coming on. I see baby faces in there. He's like, what? I thought there wasn't a show tonight. No, there wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't, man. We're, we're like, Hank is like, I took the night off, man, and Lola and I are at dinner, and, and uh, I'm heading into the studio. And, yeah. And I, what you don't know is, I actually went home, and uh, and and was talking to my wife, and 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 you texted me, and I said, honey, I gotta go. <laughs> so Hank's heading into the studio. Yeah. She's like, oh, whatever, get out of here. So. <laughs> yeah, your wife's awesome. Uh, by the way, your whole Thank family you is pretty all cool, the man. Chats. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. We'll probably do some stuff like this, and we'll talk about all these different things. If we if we go down the path of this conversation right now, we'll be here for another like two three this, hours. <laughs> we'll save it for next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll do some stuff. We'll talk about it next week. Um, I think what we should do here is we wrap up. I would encourage everyone if you're not uh, subscribed to Military Arms Channel, uh, go there subscribe. If you're not supporting him on Patreon, uh, please do go support him on Patreon and check out all. 
all his social media, um, you know, lots of good stuff coming out from Military Arms Channel. So, and, and the same here for for my viewers, please check out Hank Strange. Uh, Hank has a couple of channels. I kind of have to hard, hard time keeping up with with, with yeah. everything you do. So you have a live streaming channel, then you have yes. your regular Hank Strange channel. Yeah. Uh, but please support him on Patreon. Um, but go and check out his channels and subscribe. Uh, Hank and I have been friends for many years. Uh, at a bullpup shoot six years ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I would say about while. six years, yeah, at least. It's been about six years ago, yeah. and we've been friends ever since. And uh, he do, he runs a really good uh, nightly, if I'm not mistaken, broadcast, right? Yeah, so, Monday I mean, to Friday, really... Monday to Friday on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. So if you go on YouTube and search Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded or Hank Strange Podcast, it's a separate channel because YouTube obviously comes down on us and... You know how yeah. that goes. Yeah. One strike and you lose your ability to live stream. And if your bread and butter is live streaming. <laughs> yeah. So we separated. Yeah, what's kind of it. weird is it's live streams are the only thing that they've yet to demonetize for us. Really? And I, I, I so all my every all my videos are demonetized, but my live streams are still monetized. Hmm. So people are saying, what's happening? Why are we seeing ads in these these long videos? And they keep putting ads like in throughout the entire broadcast, yeah. like five advertisements. I didn't select that. YouTube's just doing it on their own. Yeah. I think they also, they want longer content. I th believe it or not, they want longer content. So maybe they don't want to go full steam ahead against uh, that Give stuff. Them time. Yeah. We've got, this is going to be episode, this is episode 390. So we do have some of the live streams that are uh, demonetized, <laughs> you know, because I guess there was something in there they didn't like. But like you were saying, um, every video we put up now gets demonetized in some way. You know, instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to thank Jim Nugent. Th guys, this is Jim. He's one of my biggest Patreon supporters, uh, and he always does tremendous super chats. Jim, you know, dude, we got to get together, get you here, get you out on the road shooting together, something. Um, man, thank you for all the support. You're, 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 you're amazing. I have such great patrons and supporters. I mean, like, I don't want to yeah. start crying. Yeah, I think they, I, mean, they, I think they realize what you're doing the, the for them. The support so. has been amazing, mm -hmm. and um, this yeah. this is this is our livelihood. So it doesn't just keep the channel going. Um, it, you actually support both Jason and and myself and our families, and pay the yeah. mortgage, buy new camera equipment, and you know yeah. pay all the credit cards. The lives run up. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Jason, by <laughs> the way. He's a good dude, man. I think you you uh, you're very fortunate to have uh, Jason on your side. There, he's a good guy. I, I've been very blessed. I have some very good friends, and uh, him and Aaron have been been uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, Aaron too. I haven't I seen him in a while, but uh, yeah, shout we'll out to drag him. him out, man. He's he's jumping big back into guns lately. He's uh, oh, cool. in the store buying suppressors and guns, and and hanging out more with us on the range, and and so uh, I, I can't afford yeah. to bring him on as a cameraman now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he comes and hangs out on his free time. Okay, cool, good. All okay, right, so yeah, let's we're, we're gonna we're gonna sign off now. I'm gonna drop my um, end thing, but thanks to everyone for joining us. Thanks to all the folks on the Military Arms Channel side. Stay right there, Mac. I'm going to drop my end uh, thing here. There it goes. Don't right, forget guys, to subscribe. Signing off, too. Yeah, thumbs up. So ring the bell so you can be notified. And uh, that's pretty much it. We are out of here. See you guys. Peace. See you next right. time. <laughs> hit, the, hit the notification bell. Yes. That's really important. That's the only yes. way you're going to get notified yeah. of new videos. All right, guys. Right. We're out of here, too. No Thanks show tomorrow. Watching. I'm going to hang out with Lola. <laughs>